Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 141 for Schnozcast on Saturday, September 18th, 2021. This is Bob, and I am joined by my tenacious co-hosts, Nick Bader, Corey Slesky, Todd Dillon, and special guest once again, Greg Gumto. We're so happy to have you here. And for us to actually be live. Yeah, sorry about that. My bad. Oh, that that took some work. <laughs> I liked it. Nick was a big fan of that. I was. He requested that we do that, have that on hand and ready to go. Mm-hmm. King Dome. <laughs> did he? Did you, did he ask you to? Give that no, he did not. I did that myself. Oh, he's muted, dude. Oh, <laughs> not. oh no. Well, he looks like he's talking. Todd, we can't hear it's you, buddy. Bill yeah. Anton's nickname. So you should probably give it back to him. Oh, okay. That's the entire reason. Because after I did that I'm video, simply, I'm simply, simply the king. Right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that no, is I, true. After I did that tribute video for uh, Phil, yeah, I figured I'd throw that up there, and this is the first time he's noticed it. Did you do a tribute video for Norm Macdonald? Oh, rest in peace, Norm Macdonald, mm-hmm. one of the greats. Don't pour anything out of my floor. Too late. Yeah, I say my bad. Corey, you know what's I'll clean that I'll, up. You know what's funny is I just watched his uh, stand up last night again. Did the, you really? The one we did. The we did. I, I started watching it, and for the first twenty minutes, I completely forgot. But he talked about how he was terrified of dying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The a whole, lot of that all, was like ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, also remember too that was uh, he talked a lot about that of, of dying of cancer. Mm-hmm. I, I was listening to, I had to ride out to across Michigan ha- uh, this, this weekend, and I listened to Mark Marin's what WTF podcast from 2011, where he interviewed Norman. Norm talked about his fear of dying. And he was trying to get over it 10 years ago. Oh, well, at least he... I hope it wasn't bowel cancer. That's exactly that's what I was exactly, going to ask you. No, no, that's what it was. He had bowel cancer? Oh, oh. No, that no, wasn't... That, no, that's, that's what he was what afraid he, of. Yeah, that's no, he, that, was what, that was in the his bit about yeah, his un- uncle. Uncle Bert. Dying from bowel but cancer. It's also the punchline for any time he has to reference cancer. He bowel, cancer. bowel cancer. Yeah, which is the funniest of all the cancers, probably. Yeah, I, he's I like come across someone who has bowel cancer. He's like, yeah, they found my uncle Bert and he had died. And they found him on the floor and and they said, well, at least he went peacefully. And he's like, well, the way I see it, I don't know. Uh, an hour ago, Uncle Bert was lying in bed, super comfortable, and. Uh, and the next minute, he was on the floor dead. And I don't know about you, but I don't know how peaceful it could get because, like, I wake up if my cat walks across my belly. <laughs> so, so I'm no I'm no doctor, but he's like, I don't know if you just don't feel that. I've seen a lot of stuff on Facebook this week about people going like, I don't know why people are making just literally going like, Norm McDonald wasn't that funny. Oh, he's hilarious. And he was a genius. Great. So have all you guys seen the moth sketch? The moth joke on Conan? No. I don't think so. I don't. So uh, definitely Never check it, it out. Never seen it, Todd? Definitely check it out. You can no, find, sir. It, find it on YouTube, uh, Norm MacDonald moth, moth joke on Conan. Um, Conan was supposed to be a guest, or he was supposed to get a guest on the Conan show, and he did a segment, and then somebody had canceled the last minute, and the producer's like, Norm, we need you to stick around. And he didn't have anything else to do. And they're like, okay, he's like, okay, what do you need me to come up with? Like some like, uh, you know, minute, minute and a half bid. And they're like, no, you need to fill seven minutes. 
and he had nothing to talk about. And so he decided to go back to a joke that his dad used to tell. But he he's like, well, I'm just going to make this last seven minutes. And it was it was utterly genius what he did. And definitely go check it out on YouTube. Moth joke, Norm McDonald on Conan. What we'll do is uh, after the podcast, we'll watch it upstairs. We'll turn awesome. Uh, okay, so housekeeping. If you're new to the podcast, thanks for joining us. Please be sure to join us here every weekend at this time. You can find us on social media and uh, stream us on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, and anywhere else you can get a podcast. You can also find us out on the internet, on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube at Schnozcast. You can also email us at schnozcast at gmail.com, or you can call or text us at 618-SHOCKER. The Shocker Line. Always open, never used. It's used sometimes by spam. <laughs> I get I get a lot of things. I get a lot of like missed calls and voicemails, and it'll do like the text to speech, and all the text to speech can pick up is goodbye. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, that's probably a, a spam call. Yeah, so we got a lot of things to get to through tonight. We're gonna go through um, a little bit of booze news. Fuck with this. Ninety second sports. Um, and we're going to do, I think, a lightning round and then uh, end it off in the second half with Gentleman's Agreement and Pick of the Week. But in the meantime, I wanted to, I wanted to share with you fellas. <laughs> I had to go out uh, to see family this weekend on the other side of the state. And while I was there, uh, got to spend some time with my nephew, who was a freshman at uh, a certain university, which I shall not name. <laughs> and, and it was just me and my nephew and my youngest sister, spending time last last night and he was complaining not complaining he was bitching about the fact that he'd been to one party since he started you know living in the dorm freshman year and it was okay so it was probably it was midnight and i looked at my sister and i'm like you know what we need to do and she's like liquor store absolutely so we all went <laughs> got a pint of jameson pint of fireball fifth of vodka 12 beers came back. Um, I offered him the first one, the first shot and gave him a beer. He didn't really want the beer. He was drinking Powerade, but he had one beer. And then from that point forward, he kept like walking out to the kitchen on his own and he would do like a pull on the Jameson and then come back and 10 minutes later, come back, do a pull on the fireball. And then 10 minutes later, come back to another pull in the Jameson. Oh boy. And, and he would sit down. We were having a great time. We were listening to music and we were telling jokes. And, and, you know, I haven't sat down and partied with my sister in years and years. And she's pretty fucking funny. We were just laughing her ass off. And he kept insisting. He's like, I think I'm drunk. And I'm like, no, you, you're not even slurring. I, I think I have some experience in this. I said, between your aunt and your uncle, there's almost 100 years of experience here. You're, you're a freshman, <laughs> you know. Who hasn't even been there for a month yet, so I think I would know. So he continued to you know, have a shot here and there, and I stepped out for a smoke. And when I came back, it hit him, and he was fucked. He was fucked. <laughs> it was just the three of us in an empty apartment with just a couple air mattresses. And I got four minutes of the greatest video <laughs> that I shared with both my sisters <laughs> so, of, of him trying to eat a piece of pizza. It was it oh was boy. it was sublime and magical. <laughs> and then 
he decided he needed to go to the bathroom. And after a couple of minutes, he didn't come back. So I knocked at the door. I'm like, hey, buddy, <laughs> what's going on? So he had sat down on the toilet and obviously pulled his pants down. And then it hit him. And from the chest down, just oh. all over his puke dick, everywhere, dick all over his shorts. There were bags oh, of it's like, concerning that you saw puke all over his dick. But. There, were, there were bags of like new towels in the bathroom. He puked all over those. The wall, the shower. The heart wants what it wants. And and he's obviously still the fucked up. So I'm, I'm like, hey, it's it's me. Can I can I open? Can the I door? see your dick? Can I open the door? I needed to know what I was doing. Is there with. puke on it? Well, we didn't have any cleaning supplies in the apartment. All we had was one roll of paper towel. And that's uh, it. That's yeah, so, towels. That tickles. Do you want the puke off your dick or not? <laughs> so and since there's nobody towels, I think it's when I open the door, I, I I'm like, okay, that's when I knew he, he some reason decided he had to sit down in the toilet. And I'm like, okay. So I'm looking at my sister. I'm like, do, do we have like a, we got to get in the shower. Do we have a like shower curtain? She's like, no, we have a shower liner, which is completely see-through. So I'm like, I, ca- I can't, we don't have any shower curtain rings. So I'm like, I can't do this by myself. She's like, I changed his diaper when he was a baby. I'm, I'm, I'm in. Let's go. Oh my so, God. I've seen the beginning of this movie somewhere. Yeah. How about you sit him down in the shower, sitting up, and leave? Yep, hundred percent. Turn the shower on. Yeah, I can't remember. There was like a drum roll right before the movie no, started. I didn't want to touch him <laughs> or a drum I, riff. I, I, didn't, I didn't want to go anywhere near him. So I'm like, take your clothes off, get in the shower, and then I'll um, be in a second. Yeah. <laughs> and who so, was this, by the way? It's my nephew. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm going to step out while you get even more naked, and then I'll come back in. So I'm in there. I'm standing in the toilet. I'm holding up the liner so that we don't get water everywhere. Yeah. He's like in the shower, and he's like leaning against the wall. And my sister's there. And What was his dick doing at this he's point? Trying, he's trying to cover himself up. He's covering himself up. But when I asked him, like, are, are you all good? He's like, I don't know. Am I all good? Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> this is a, yeah. So, is there any on my taint? <laughs> no, it's like a seal. <laughs> so, got him out of the uh, out of the shower, gave him some clothes, and then for the next two hours, for the next two hours, <laughs> he's he, he so bad, thrown okay. up, thrown up in the toilet, bounced him uh, on my knee to sleep. So it was about quarter, quarter to four when finally I'm like, I think he's done. Gave him pillow, and he fell gave asleep. him pillow. gave gave him a pillow. He fell gave him on the, pillow on the bathroom floor. And that's where he stayed for the rest of the night. 3 a.m., puked on his dick again. So <laughs> let's just be honest here. Is yeah. he going to do all right in college with what he's, uh, what he's carrying? You know, I, I, what I told him was, <laughs> dude. You're screwed. <laughs> I didn't, is, it took me a minute to catch up with where you were going. Is, is he Jewish? <laughs> I, what I told him was, I'm like, better you get this out of the way now with family than like at a frat party with strangers. Bob. Bastard young guy's got everything. <laughs> My sister's got the best jeans. <laughs> Anyways, enough about your nephew's right. dick. Sorry, yeah. buddy. So, so the funny thing, Bob, I think uh, similarly, I think right after we pledged uh, when we were my sophomore year, I happened to go uh, Wisconsin to visit my grandma who owned a tavern in Milwaukee. And I was feeling pretty pretty good myself and and she she's like oh have you heard of uh train wrecks uh that's my family drink we drink a whole fifth and uh i proceeded to drink me under the table and while i did not puke all over my taint 
I'd wake up to her cat bumping my arm. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, so So you in turn did not also see your nephew's dick, Todd. <laughs> did not. Okay. Bob, all I got to say is one yeah. fi- final closing question. Sure. It's dick related, I assume. Naturally. Bob. Yeah. We're adults here. While, whilst not looking at his face in the shower, could you tell you were related? As I, predi- <laughs> as I predicted, dick and related. Corey, Corey. Huh. <laughs> Wait. Dick related. Oh, okay. Mine so curves here, that way, too. Here, Aww. I tried to tell a heartwarming story. No, of, that is not, that's heartwarming, not heartwarming at all. An aunt and an uncle trying to take good care of, of the yeah, nephew. No, you you could have you you given him his first already. drunken experience you, as a college student, you, and what you, happens? You could have easily left it at, he threw up on himself, we got him cleaned all up. All my tenacious co-hosts we, want to talk about we, are my we, nephew's dick. We got him cleaned up, and he's good. I'm glad he's okay. Like, yeah, you didn't get we, no one we, had to talk never, about like, can you look at it to see if I'm good? You could have just shot. He threw up him. on his dick. You could have just just shouted at him, just get in the tub, just get in the tub. <laughs> we, I mean, you didn't have to go in the room. Who cares? Oh, about dude, the I felt everywhere. I felt guilty that we had done this to my sister's kid who wasn't there to for her. Like she she was not sleeping there, and so she had no idea that her son was, you know. And in our defense, sitting there with uh, puke, puke all over his balls. It didn't. Okay. See, it, it goes, did not. It didn't take that. Always turn. goes right to the genitalia. Yeah. It, it didn't take that turn until you mentioned him puking on his own dick. Yeah, you could have just said on himself. Right. Had you just said that he was sitting on the toilet and puked, I guarantee you, it's just a word, Corey. Me, me personally, but you seized on me it. Me personally, you of course I did. It. It, yeah, dude, who wouldn't? I didn't make you seize on it, Bob. I'm, you I'm, did with by <laughs> by saying that. Uh, no, uh, ipso facto. No. Imagine if Gina came over here. This is here. a comedy podcast. Imagine Corey. if Gina came you, over you here. You don't think I knew what I was doing when I? <laughs> oh, now you're gonna dick. Oh. now you're gonna pat yourself on the goddamn back <laughs> for doing that. What kind of fucking okay. story would it be if like okay he threw no, up no. the end? Give give yourself the credit. Imagine if Gina or or some other random person like some other random girl came over and was like, oh my god, over the weekend. My niece threw up all over her vagina, and I had to wash her up in the shower. You'd be like, "Oh, that's you're such a nice aunt." No, you'd be like, no, "Wait, wait, wait, like, wait, wait, wait." Go no, on. no. Yeah, I was gonna say, he's gonna be like, "And yeah, right? and I then. have all ears." <laughs> I just had to wash. So was she. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept on all soaping and soaping those huge jugs, uh, and they just it just wouldn't curtains, come off. Greg, all curtains. Uncle I Bob, I think you got it. <laughs> There's so many more jokes I can make about that. But for- <laughs> oh, you will. <laughs> the sad part is, it's not is, over yet. Is is it was completely like Bob being such a great guy that he is, and it it's so ridiculous when he tells the story because, like you you know, I mean that was difficult for him to go through. No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. No, it well, clearly, it, no, I, I guess that really was I know okay my with audience. It. It's not like it was a surprise. No, I was saying I'm sure it's difficult. Uh, what? Watching your nephew oh. shower and trying to get him cleaned up. I, I try not to watch it, it, the shower. He asked Bob, you to Bob watch. Like, I was like, it was very hard to watch him shower. <laughs> uh, Charge myself. So all I gotta say uh, yeah, with my sister there. That's all. That's, all I, all I gotta I say was waiting for. Was it on? Was it on the bag the whole time, or was he at full attention? <laughs> Honestly, couldn't say, sir. Corey, I was focusing on the shower <laughs> line, keeping the shower liner up there. <laughs> Where'd that sponge come from? It's huge. <laughs> it was too far in my throat to know if it was. Oh. <laughs> and that's the start to 141. All yeah. right. Todd, Todd's like, I, Todd's I, like, I, got I could have begged right off now. tonight. Nope. I had other stuff going on. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to be here. 
I give this a solid D minus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not enough. Listen, so that's good. Listen, listen here, Todd. Um, I think every other episode we talk about your D minus. So it's nice to hear about someone else's every now and then. Either Bang, zoom. It'll either, either you'll say D's nuts, or I gotta I gotta talk to my wife about a man with a horse. <laughs> Speaking of which, guess who was watching when we were talking about her and her? Cheetah. Gina says hi, boys. Yeah. All right, and with that, why don't we just immediately and swiftly move on to booze news? You might want to turn why don't that, we do that again. Yeah. And now it's time for booze news. All right, Corey, you got an article. Uh, I do, and I, I was just scrolling through my phone the other night uh, and found some interesting stuff, and this happened to be one of them. And after I read the article, I literally was just in the bathroom by myself and just went, that's fucking cool, man. And I'll give you the um, the brief version of this, but a amateur astronomer, uh, he's been recording Jupiter for years, apparently on some very, very, very nice equipment. And he finally caught uh, a space rock basically smashing into the side of Jupiter. Wow. And <laughs> Normally they call it a meteor. It's actually not called a meteor. In this. It, it is called, it's called a space rock at this point. Um, why like a non-scientific term. Why, I don't know. Um, but... Uh, like I said, so I'm not going to go through the entire article because there's a shit ton of stuff there. But he lists off everything he has to watch Jupiter at night. And, like, we have a good amount of equipment here. Uh, whoa, whoa, hold on. Are you comparing our equipment to someone looking at Jupiter? No, it just, it kind of, and there's no prices listed on anything, or but it just, it listed the name of the stuff. And I'm like, dude, what this guy had, what his setup is just to watch Jupiter yeah. cost a shit ton of money. Dude, okay. you could have held a piece of cardboard up with a hole in it and put your phone up to it to my driveway, and it would be that same photo. Yeah, that looks like a, a close-up of a mole on your arm. Well, you're, you're, you're going to see here in a of second. Of a dead person? Look how gray that person is. <laughs> um, so. Are those lips? Say, yes. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to bring up the full video, guys, for you here so you can see it. But this was what he caught on... Uh, Oh, that little uh, flash right there, oh, just that, center. That little flash was the size of the state of Michigan, Bob. Uh, as again, a, as so a matter of fact, we call that a meteor, not a rock, mm. unless a, unless an unnamed meteor is or or an asteroid is called a rock. Again, I don't know why they call it a rock in the the article, but they basically said that was something the size that hit the Earth that to cause the ice age. Okay, um, if not bigger. Gotcha. Why is there no, uh, like, mushroom cloud or anything like that? I think that's what you're seeing is the mushroom cloud. No, it's a flash. Mushroom clouds. We, we, no one's ever seen a mushroom cloud from space, so maybe just assume that's what it looks maybe like. Maybe someone's signaling to us. I, I do. I, again, I, I, just, I just found it interesting that that's it, pretty cool. so, someone was to catch that, and it's by happenstance that he happens to watch Jupiter basically yeah. every night and was able, able to come across that. Sounds like an exciting cat. So what do you guys do? Oh, right? I, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure he's not the the most fun to be around you all the time. Go to see Alanis Morissette. What are you doing? Oh, yeah, watching I'm watching Jupiter again tonight. <laughs> but but imagine, uh, um, Beep, boop, boop. <laughs> imagine you have that equipment set up for, let's say, 15 years, 
and you don't see anything. <laughs> That's a very long time. It's probably time to get new equipment. Dude, I'm, it's probably it's probably long. He's probably had that for longer than fifteen years. Okay, sounds like you. Need but a then imagine hobby. imagine that you wake up the next morning and you you see that and you capture that. Like, I'm sure to him that was probably like, wow, this is why I do this. Like, this is what I was looking for this entire time. And it, it validates everything that he's been doing to, I mean, to himself. But it's also, I, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a community out there that was like, yeah, that's that's fucking beyond crazy. The sad part about that whole thing, Corey, is I imagine the dudes who walk the beach metal detect metal finders uh, every 15 years they find some wedding ring, and that's like the. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's like the Holy Grail. I, I can, I can kind of see your comparison, Todd. But at the same, I mean, at, at the a different turnaround. I mean, that you're talking about space and stuff that other people can't explore or see, uh, even to that that extent. So I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I get the the comparison, but I, I think that's uh, again, maybe that's just the nerd in me and the geek in me coming out. But I, I thought that was pretty fucking cool. I'd much rather find a wedding ring in the sand than watch that. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I'm not saying it's not cool. I think it's pretty cool. That's to also see. a very specific. However, I would much example. rather find that ring on the beach. Did I miss something? I would do. How, why did you go with wedding ring in the sand? Just Todd just talked about it. Why? What? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just making a comparison between the two. Just All saying. Right. Sorry, Todd. Uh, Corey, I've got uh, a quick one uh, to piggy tail off of the one that you had. So tell me if you fellas be interested in this one. Mm-hmm. Taco Bell is wanting to sell you a 30-day taco subscription. Have you heard about this? No. no. Yes. In Tucson, Arizona, there's about 20 participating Taco Bells uh, that are offering customers a deal where they can pay between $5, $5 and $10 a month for what they're calling a Taco Lover's Pass, which gives you... One taco a day for thirty days, and it's an uh, it's based on an app that you can that you can do. So it's kind of like Netflix. So you you get one taco a day, yeah, one, yeah. I'm out. Why are you out? For for five days, you subscribe and you get one taco a day for five for for a month. Yeah. Yep. Why? What? Why tease yourself like that? <laughs> You can get more food. You just have to pay yeah. for it. Yeah. Right. I, right. So well, every time you go to a Taco Bell, even if you don't go every day of the month, you always get a free taco. How much is a taco? I've not been to Taco Bell in forever. I've, I don't think I've ever ordered just a taco. A dollar nine? I know you kids like tacos. No, dude, that's that's a terrible... One taco... How much is it? It's five five bucks you get a taco. You tell that's me... That's 30 bucks and that's $25 savings. That's actually a really good deal. <laughs> You're not looking Thanks, at the long term. Greg's the best. I'm not looking at the because I'm not going to Taco Bell every day. Like you well, said. Well, me neither. I haven't been to, yeah. Like, if it was, oh, at, at every Saturday you get 10 tacos. All right. <laughs> I'll I'll sign up. That's that's. But there very, are people well. that go there two, three, four days a week. So That's true. But then they're yeah. also trying to get, and I, I believe that there are these people out there who don't ever go to Taco Bell. They're trying to rope in those people. Bastards. That's still a terrible. I I, I don't see. I mean, if would you, you drive by? Taco, would you drive by a Taco Bell to get free tacos? If, no, no. If you drove, if you by, had it. Like if, if you, you were, drove by, you're, you're like, uh. by, you're like, well, I got a free taco coming every day. I haven't got my free taco yet today. I'm not stopping and waiting in line for one taco. I and I, I get it. I see what like what yeah. you said. Yeah. They're gonna make. I'm, I'm not gonna just want the one taco. I'm gonna order other stuff. 
But me personally, I'm not going to stop. Taco Bell every day. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not going to stop at Taco Bell just to get. Oh, I'm not. I want Taco I totally agree and other you. stuff. Definitely yeah, there's, not there's no there. way that's happening. So they, they've lost me at, at that point. Dude, especially. Have you seen the lines at Taco Bell? That, oh, it's insane. Are they open on the inside yet? Uh, I have no idea, to be honest with you. drive through only still. Probably. Clarifying yeah. question. Yeah. Can you stack your taco day so let's say you go the first seven days of the month? So then you roll in there to get seven free tacos? They they do not say. See, now, that again, that's something I'd be more in. Like, if, yeah, every Saturday, they're like, yeah, you can Well, if you up. got 30 free tacos a month, everybody just wait till the end of the month. Yeah, I need 30 tacos <laughs> for five bucks. Yes. I, I mean, I, I would actually, I don't eat Taco Bell, but I would do that merely because it's only $5. Like, hey, everybody, give me a buck. I'll give you guys some tacos. Uh, we do it every Saturday. Yeah. Bring in, <laughs> every Saturday, <laughs> so we'll bring in seven, seven tacos. Seven tacos for the podcast. That's Greg, what I'm saying. I, I'd stop. That'd be get, worth five bucks. Greg yeah. only eats grass and cabbage. So with point. pizza <laughs> seasoning. I don't know about you guys, but I don't eat Taco Bell. <laughs> I mean, I, I, if you're like, hey, I'm going to Taco Bell, I'm like, well, I'll have Do you have something. any kale in my beard? <laughs> Do I? Wait, yeah. Well, if you're local to Another. the Tucson, Arizona area, they offer a soft taco, a spicy potato soft taco, crunchy tacos, and their Doritos tacos in the subscription. So, Ooh, Doritos Locos are good. Yeah. I still have not had one yet. I haven't either. Jack, Jack eats them all the time. That's all he gets when he goes. I can tell. But it, it, yeah. And it's <laughs> supreme or the looking kind of orange. Yeah. Like he should run for president. Hey, oh. boom, boom. And that's the it's extent of our political commentary yes. on this podcast. Yes, sir. Is it the, is, now is it a taco or taco supreme? Uh, I just read off to you the tacos you can get in that subscription, and none of them are the taco supreme. Well, then. I don't like this whole. That you're out. Todd's like, I'm, I'm with done. you. I don't ever get uh, any tacos. I get they're always supreme. I get cheesy gordita crunches if I do go. So it's like, do you understand? It's like it's those. something ridiculous. Like I forget. It's like fifty cents or a dollar or something or a dollar twenty or something like that to add sour cream to your order. I'm like, dude, I can fucking put sour cream on at home. You can also cook the food at home. Yeah, Although I don't think you say, could right. make tacos for as cheap as they do. No, I know. <laughs> Mass production. And if you if you drive all the way home, then the tacos are all wet at the bottom. They all fall apart anyway. No, not here. I've got Taco Bell like right around the corner. <laughs> I literally have one right down the street from yeah. my house. But see, most people do, right? And the one the one that's on Telegraph, guess what's right across the street from it? Trailer Park. Oh, Thank you, sir. I wasn't going to go there, but okay. So I they mean, know their audience. Is that what you're trying they to say? Could, they would. It would be worth it to them, I think, to be able to walk across the street and get free taco every day. <laughs> what Bob's really trying to say is, he doesn't go to any establishments with a trailer park across the street. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. He goes wherever anyone drives him. Yeah, that's very that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Gas station? No, no, <laughs> go! I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you stopping? This was not part of the bargain. Bargain my ass. He's like a dog <laughs> going to the vet. <laughs> we're going for a ride. We're going you, for a ride. Where are we going? Where are we going? Me. <laughs> Pull up. <laughs> told me we're going to the park. This isn't the way to the park. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, guess what time it is?
It's gotten a little better. It's uh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost funnier the less impressed he is by his own singing. <laughs> we're, get, we're getting there, slowly but surely. It's enough already, Todd. <laughs> so this week's Funko This was picked up today, actually, and is the second to last I need to complete the Happy Gilmore collection. Uh, and today's was Chubbs with the wooden hand. Nice. Isn't that the name of your dog? Nice. It's Callie's dog. Yeah, I, I was quite happy to come across him at... Uh, we actually stopped at Nine Planets right down the street from uh, from your house here, buddy. Isn't that the nickname for Bob's nephew? Chubbs? Oh. Mm. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> you son of a bitch. So when you say things like this, like <laughs> this is the last one to complete my... No, second to last. There's, okay, there's... So you're not even close to... Okay. But when you say that, it's very misleading because we all go like, oh, thank God, he's only got one more to buy. Oh, God. But this is only one of, like... A collection of many. A group of many collections. Like Yes, the, yeah. The amount of collections that you could do, like the Happy Gilbert collection, the fucking Parks and Rec collection, I, I feel like there's probably twelve or 1,300 collections. And so it's very misleading when you're like, the audience is like, oh, God, maybe next week he'll close it out. Like, no, well, okay. no they'll be, they'll never get to the in, end. In my defense on this one, the Happy Gilmore, they're, they're not coming out with nearly as frequently as like The Office or Star Wars or any, you know, right. any up and coming stuff. Happy Gilmore is pretty much done. Until they do Happy Gilmore too. I, I, yeah, I would, yeah. Just, you don't think Adam Sandler's given any thought to a happy Oh, I'm sure he's given a thought to yeah, everything. I'm sure he has, but he realizes it's not a good idea. Why? Yeah, there's no Bob Barker. Uh, there's always another Bob Barker, dude. Dude, just think, like, is is the goal or the next logical step, like, later in life, like in your in your golden twilight years, when you're retired, like, <laughs> and you have all these, you have the collections for all like the different movies and things like that. You have all the characters from that they make of each movie. Like are you going to like make dioramas for them <laughs> and like put them like a little golf course and put all the, the heavy I should. One, a little friend set. That's actually not a bad idea. The office. I mean that would be like okay, well I don't have any more to collect. So um like almost like really like eccentric rich guys put on like the 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 little monocular or whatever and get tweezers. Monocle. Yeah. And and make uh, make um. Well, is it a um, is it a Sh- monocle for just seeing? I mean, what's the like monocle scope like that they use for really small items, like a jeweler's loop? Yeah, K- kind of something like that. It, and they work on like the the Battle of eighteen twelve and like hand paint everything. You know, like I could see you like setting stuff like that up. Like, yeah, this is uh, this is the side of the office. That's uh, actually that 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 would be pretty that's, cool. That's Pam's desk. <laughs> it took me a while. <laughs> Six weeks right there. Look at the little candy jar. <laughs> Every little jelly bean hand painted. Yeah. But uh I will say this this week's Funko This does come with a bonus. Um I have received flack from you guys several times now about the pictures I take to catalog my Funkos. And you always question the desk and the my computer monitor that's in the background. Mm-hmm. So today when I took the picture of Chubbs. I uh, I decided I would also. <laughs> oh my god, that's disturbing. 
show you that that is that is in fact my desk, and that's where I take the pictures. Is that, that a? That's not his hmm. hand. Is that a Wu Tang? That's, that's someone else's hand. He photoshopped it. It looks like he's superimposed. Yeah. What is, what kind <laughs> of gang sign it. is that? I don't buy it. <laughs> I don't know what else to do. <laughs> <laughs> looks like it was taken on a Nokia. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nice try, Nick. Nokia's didn't have camera phones. <laughs> so there you guys go. Very nice. Todd, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking uh, New Belgium uh, Atomic Pumpkin. Uh, is my beer, and uh, I have a little Crown Apple for my shot. All right. You ready to do a shot of that Crown Apple? I am ready. All right. Corey, you got one? Yep. All right. If you are new to the podcast, this is something that we just do every now and again, and we're taking a shot. So why don't you go with us? Cheers. Salute. Oh, no, I do not have one. Right, go ahead. <laughs> you didn't pour them? I offered Greg. Oh, he okay. said no. Corey Corey's roll. got his own. Oh, okay. In the freezer. Oh, no. I didn't see it in there. Yeah, it's you a little, like a little, bag bottle, little bottle. Didn't see it. I'll grab it. Hold on. He's trying to avoid having to get up again. <laughs> Too much work. Son of a. Every time. <laughs> I think Why the cable's loose. <laughs> Come on, Bob. No talking when you're off mic. Wow. <laughs> a lot of dead air going on here. Yeah, really. All right. Cheers. In the air. Cheers, boys. Sorry, man. Salute. Too much at once here. <laughs> and I have to do my mini segment real quick. No, that's mine. That I skipped for several weeks. Okay. Okay. And that mini segment is The Haunt for this October. I skipped it for two weeks, remember? Remember I said until October yes, I'm going to read these off? very clear. I know. So, on The Haunt for this October... All talk, some action. Since 1970, the former Michigan theater had a name that's slightly harder to pronounce. Uh, now is the... Fr- oh, my God. That's very true. Bob, what is the name of that theater? Off to a great start. Fraunthal. Fraunthal Center for the Performing Arts uh, restored 1725-seat Spanish-style, 100% all-talking motion pictures theater. Uh, so this is all stuff that's in Michigan. Uh, lovingly haunted by a man who built it in 1930. Costs $690,000. The dapper in... Presario P.J. Schlossman makes his ghostly presence known by pushing down seats, opening and closing doors, and generally hanging out in his theater. Uh, patrons have also reported seeing a small figure in black who appears in odd places. Although his ghost is not here, uh, there's a statue of Buster Keaton nearby. Keaton spent his childhood summers in Muskegon, and every year there's a festival for the whatever, whatever theater. Uh, to his films. Uh, and then uh, Good Company, whispers and laughter coming from the audience in common of the Beckwith Theater in Dauganak, uh when no one is there. Props are moved all over the place, sometimes hidden, and the spirit of a little girl roams the 19th century theater. She is thought to have been left behind by an orphan train during the Great Depression. If one attends the play, perhaps they will meet. And that is the haunt for this October. That's, uh, that one's in Dauganak. Show See me you the there. Show me the word. Isn't that the name of the, isn't that the, name of the city? Know. Well, I just closed Point it now. 
point point to where it's at. I can I can put it in. Food. <laughs> yeah, hold up your hand. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> Todd, you got a uh, ninety second sports for us? Well, I, I guess I better come up with one, huh? Oh no, I'm ready. Oh no, you are ready. I'm ready. Uh, Todd Jack. Sure. Yep. Mystery solved. Southwestern Michigan. And we see him heading in that direction. The 20. He's going for 40. And it's 90 seconds sports. All right. 90 seconds sports brought to you by Todd Dillon and this great 90 second timer. Mr. TD. Remember. Yes, sir. No sweet. And no at the end of the day. And 90, <laughs> I got to keep you on your toes. Shake things up a little bit. And 90 Second Sports starts now. Great. To get started, I this is actually going to be a serious 90 Second Sports. Uh, I was embarrassed to know that I had not heard the name Candace Parker before. Uh, and I saw I heard of her for the first time on a commercial uh, during last Sunday's NFL game. So if you guys aren't familiar, Candace Parker might be one of the most decorated athletes in the United States that no one's, that many people haven't heard of. Uh, she was a two-time uh, basketball player of the year in Chicago, uh, the best basketball player, one basketball player in Chicago. She also recorded uh, the first dunk uh, by a one in Chicago, uh, at the age of 15, uh, and she's not like 6'8", uh, she's a 6'4", forward, uh, but she dunked in, during competition. Uh, she also dunked during the tournament when she got to college. She went to University of Tennessee, uh, she, where she won two uh, national titles, was an All-American all four years, was number one draft pick the WNBA, has won two championships there, has been a six-time All-Star, uh, and she, in 2020, last year, she was the defensive player of the year uh, and uh, still averages more than 20 points a game. I, I was utterly amazed. If you look her up on Wikipedia, uh, she's got to be one That's of the most decorated. Sports. And done. There's, there's a reflection in the light, and it looked blue on the top, and I'm like, why is this sand not falling? <laughs> the sands of time are disobeying us. Todd, clarifying question. He's awesome. Are you getting at the pay? Candace Parker. Todd, clarifying question. Yes. Uh, during your ninety seconds sports, did you were is the word that you were saying dunk? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. <clears throat> I think uh, the internet connection between you and us is not the greatest tonight, and all I could hear it is was really bad. Dunk. <laughs> and I wasn't sure what. I'm like, I Are think you say dunk, but first one to dick on court. I, uh, that's not appropriate. It's been a lot of focus on dicks tonight, and it has been by me. I just want to make sure that the word yes, was, yes, you the started. Word was yeah, you were the one who started earlier. Dunk before, like, was the podcast. word. The secret word is the secret word is dunk. The secret nephew showering <laughs> song is careless whisper. <laughs> All right, um, before we take a break here. Um, I want to do, want to do some more of the lightning round, because uh, Greg's back, and I feel like I got a couple of chuckles from Greg last time we did it. Um, so, 
lightning round. If you if you are new to the podcast and haven't seen us go through this yet before, it's uh, it's essentially just yes or no questions. Um, we can have it's open forum for discussion. If there are any clarifying questions, or if anybody's answer surprises someone, sometimes we will fast and we'll all agree. Like the answer is yes, and that's that. We'll move on. But other times, um, there might be a little bit of dialogue. And this is for Joe Guido. He keeps shitting on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so for the fellas, um, starting to my, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with Todd. That would make it easy because I don't want uh, I don't want Todd to be skipped here. Todd, coffee or tea? Tea. Tea. Nick. Coffee. Corey. Neither. Coffee or tea? Coffee. God damn it, dude! Like you've never had like. Lipton iced tea or something like you would, no, you would drink that well before you would drink a cup of coffee. About, like, no, hot it's, tea it's, it's or actually like no, it's actually iced tea. Actually, funny. Bob and I were talking about that a couple nights ago. Um, I have recently started like trying to gag down maybe I was gonna a say, cup or two of coffee at work. I was I was literally thinking like I could see come Corey like coming into his own and starting to drink coffee. I could easily see that. <clears throat> I've I've been trying. It's um it's not pleasant, but with enough uh, milk. And uh, a couple pinches of sugar. It's yeah. It's done all right. Give me a break. I've never really. Clear a question. Yeah. (laughs) Why did Corey keep trying to take up bad habits of things that aren't good for him? (laughs) He was a chewer, so he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna stop chewing and start vaping because that's good for me." Yeah. Now he's he's like, "I hate coffee and tea, and caffeine's not good for either." But I'm gonna choke it down until I'm addicted to it. Because he finds like any kind of like any kind of fix. And he's like, you know, this is something I should be doing. He wants he wants all the stimulants he can get. That is true. He does he does accumulate bad habits like like people collect uh, action figures. He's like <laughs> yeah. the Star Wars universe. Yeah, hold on a second, cigars. <laughs> hey, oh, okay. So if you accidentally breathe them in, you throw up. Okay, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> chew. Yeah, I'm gonna stop chewing yeah, and I'll can vape. Can you chew and smoke a cigar? Is that possible? No, God, time? I would know. I, I'm, I'm gonna stop chewing and I'm gonna vape. You know what? I, yeah, and then he's. Chase I, the dragon. I start vaping a lot. Chasing the dragon. I, I start. Va- <laughs> I start vaping a lot, and uh, and and I still want to chew. So now I'm going to chew and vape, and uh, maybe I'll drink some coffee, and some booze, and beer. Todd, thank you. I think we just got the title for the episode. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, that's what's next. I'm going to chase the dragon. <laughs> Greg, coffee or tea? Are we uh, talking about like Lipton iced tea? Or however you interpret coffee or tea, however you interpret. Well, I'll go Lipton tea. Otherwise, neither. But yes. All right, fair enough. I'm gonna say coffee. All right, Todd, unicorn or Bigfoot? Bigfoot. I'm in the Pacific Northwest, brother. I see him every week. Doesn't mean that I assume that you're a Bigfoot guy. Because if I did, you'd be like, "Why would you assume that? I love unicorns, brother." Dude, there's a real big. (laughs) There's no real unicorns. Oh, but Bigfoots, I see him all the time. Yes, he's in the woods. <laughs> oh, he, okay, in the woods. My mistake. Nick? Um, picking one, I would yeah. say Bigfoot. To run into one, unicorn. <laughs> well, hold on, because you think you could, like, because it's just, astride the unicorn and then No, ride away? because uh, I feel like a unicorn is just a fucking horse with a horn. And... Bigfoot would pro- would probably like chase me and fucking try and eat me. 
What if they unicorns did the same thing? Like no. those unicorns are fucking dangerous. No, unicorns are just horses. No, those unicorns. Are Have you seen nothing on Bigfoot? Clearly, he's not running and chasing after people and eating them. Well, guess what? He's, you probably wouldn't hear from those people, would you? He is the. <laughs> Greg, this is why I love lightning round. <laughs> he, he is the ultimate hide and seek champ. Yeah, all the all the people that he's devoured surprisingly aren't calling the media and saying. That he chased me down. Doesn't eat people. We don't know that. He's a conservative off the gritter who doesn't shave very much. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) No comment. (laughs) Who's that that guy that got lost in the fucking wilderness in in that van? Grizzly Adam. Oh, uh, the guy from uh, Into Into the Wild. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know the guy. I can't remember his name, but. Yeah, he was all frail. Took that last picture of himself. Yeah. Yeah, I know the guy. God, I can't remember his name, though. Let me Google it. What's the What's the next question? As entertaining as Google is, on oh, I never heard from uh, audio. Corey. Oh, I'm gonna have to go with Bigfoot too. Okay, Bigfoot, no doubt. I think I gotta go with Bigfoot, uh, but I'm depressed to have to give that answer. <laughs> uh, his name is McCandless, Christopher McCandless. Oh, I'm like, what is it? Like fucking share. Christopher McCandless. They just called uh, me McCandless. Into the Wild, uh, filmed by John Krakauer in 2007. Okay, next. Todd, what's the fastest speed you've ever driven in a car? Uh, 155 miles per hour. Was this your car? No. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to tack that on to this question. Nick? Fuck, I don't even know. Not, Not that I've driven. Probably, yeah, they, probably someone else, uh, 115 maybe. Okay. And it might have been Corey going down Michigan. Yeah, so I was going to say, Corey. <laughs> so the next answer, Corey, 115 with Nick in the passenger seat. <laughs> uh, no, 128. Uh, and due to statute of limitations, or uh, I don't know if I can say if it was my car or not that I was driving. Let's let's just move on then. Has Greg? it been seven years? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Then, yeah, it was 128 in my own car. <laughs> 140. 140, your own car? Uh, I was not in my car, but I was a passenger you, but, in that car. <laughs> Hold on. You were not on a Greg and I were hanging out. <laughs> you, you, I have, you, you weren't on a racetrack. No. I have one okay. question. Yeah. Was someone named Josh no. involved? Okay. I, that's, no, no. <laughs> okay. We've, we have gone over 100 miles an hour we plenty totally of times with the two of us, but See, not quite that fast. No, and, and Josh never had any cars that were... Yeah, his Firebird. Oh shit! I forgot. Yeah, I forgot about. Yeah. But that was but that little S10 would if it did. We yeah. hit the governor on that one. It, he, but like yeah, it, he, he was he was usually a truck guy. So anything that Josh drove, no, yeah, that little. Oh, Corey, that remember how cool your Avenger was? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, it wasn't did the Avenger clearly. Wistful look yeah. up to the heavens that he did. Like, yeah, I I, I knew it, it would really bum him out for a second. <laughs> uh, it, it was it was the Hemi Charger that I did that in. So yeah, yeah. No, I dude, I don't. I, Josh just didn't have many cars that. The the only one that, like I said, we the Firebird. Yeah, the Firebird was the only one. But that was before that was before we all knew him. That was that was that was when, when I, yeah yeah you just, only you knew him yeah. So by the time we. We got to know him. He yeah. He only had. I think he still. He might have had one of the S tens. Um, but forget, then I forget what he had in between that. Very quick after he had started getting like F one fifty, he did not have that car long, and somebody made him get rid of it. Has anyone here ever had a T bird? No. no, my my dad did when he worked in narcotics, but that was T birds were awesome. I never had one, but they were they were pretty. My cool. neighbor's got a T bird. 
Not a recent T, like the yeah. old school T Bird. No, yeah, he's yeah. It's not they kind of fucked up on that new that new one. They tried to re release no. the dude. The dude's 70, no, you know, seventy. It makes sense for him. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> dude, my Bush when she was alive, she was looking at getting one of those. So yeah. in that era of people, yes, it makes sense. Right. Um, but I, I I don't think yeah, it, no one was like. Oh, that's a sweet... The brand new T-Bird they just <laughs> released. Yeah. There was no like legit car collector out there that was like, yeah, I need to pick up one of these. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think for me, it's 120. Uh, Todd, cake or pie? Yes. <laughs> First bite of each, please. <laughs> Both. Oh, man, I know. Pick one. Yes. Pick one. Damn it. Pick one. Cake. Get cake. cake. All right. Damn it. Put it. No pie. <laughs> pie? Cake. All right. Damn it. Final cake, answer. Cake, your final, final answer. answer. Moving on. Nick. Pie. Todd or Corey. Uh I'm I'm right there with Todd, but I'm if I if I have to, I'm gonna go pie. Oh, and he went cake having to pie. Well, he went cake, then pie, then cake, then pie, and yeah, it's who really knows good. what he ended on. <laughs> Greg? Cake. Pie. Uh Todd, Godfather or Star Wars? Star Wars. Nick? Neither. No. <laughs> Come on, dude. It's like, Which one would you like to see the most, knowing nothing about either one? Uh, Godfather. Godfather all the way. Star Wars. Star Wars. Uh. <laughs> so for tonight's gentleman agreement, Nick gets Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I would. I wouldn't give him Star Wars. I don't think I would either. Because you have be, to. He'd uh, be so lost on me. He'd be like, what the fuck? It, there's, the, there's a ton of other examples where he said like things don't age well. You know what I mean? They don't. We've and we've had that discussion the, yeah, before. Yes, Star Wars is the ultimate. Like, yeah. probably won't age well. Are there puppet woodchucks that come yeah. across the screen? <laughs> Possibly. No. <laughs> uh, decline to answer. Todd, <laughs> how many times did you sneeze in the last seven days? Ooh, six. <laughs> Nick, two. Corey, thirty-seven. Corey sneezes a That's, lot. Yeah, Dude, lot. once I once I hit that first one, I, I have at least another Are you, six. So, are you, this is another like great fob question. When you have to sneeze, how many sneezes do you normally do in a row? Joe had it pinned down to a, a science of six to seven at one point. I've, I've, from you? Yeah. Okay. I've cut down now to usually five. You, no, I'm, I've been doing like three or four lately. <laughs> it's funny because is, he's, it, is this your decision to cut that down? I thought it was like an involuntary thing. Well, because because anytime I'd start sneezing around Joe, I, he he he's like, oh, there's there's six more. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, no, there's not, there's not. Uh, he's not going to be right. <laughs> and I end up seeing, and I'm like, God damn it, he was right. So it's kind of become a, a conscious thing to me. It'd be like, yeah, I need to just chill out after three sneezes. <laughs> I need to chill out. After Corey's self conscious, going, okay. On, uh, oh yeah, most definitely. <laughs> Greg, I'm gonna say more than twenty five. Sneezes in yes. the last week. Oh, yeah, at least. Just because I work with uh, with our wheels going. Yeah. At work, all the dust gets kicked up, and yeah. it's like one after another. Right. So Corey's family has a history of heart issues, and that's actually not the greatest because when you sneeze, it says the interthoracic pressure in your body momentarily increases. <laughs> this is going dis- to decrease the blood flow back to the heart. The heart uh, compensates for this by changing its regular heartbeat momentarily to adjust. However, the electrical activity of the heart doesn't stop, but it can't be that great. So 15 sneezes. <laughs> That's so why I've been cutting back. I've got good news and bad news. The good news is what kind of a friend yes, Dr. Bob. do you have that mm-hmm. would look that up out of concern for you yeah. 
and your overall health, given the number of sneezes that you have. You're a lucky man. The bad news is, you motherfucker, you're trying to make us look bad. Me and Greg and Todd. Just saying. You're Mine's a better friend. Dude to dust. I, I, eh. I, I, I hate you. Yeah, well. Just to say I, I just assume that from everyone, and that way uh, my expectations can always go up. <laughs> there you go. So. Uh, I'm going to say four sneezes. Wow, you sneezy Very motherfuckers. <laughs> Todd, do you like the word dapper? Yes. Love it. Nick? The word, I'm sorry, you both were talking about the same time. Dapper, the word dapper. Oh, I love it. Corey? Yeah, I don't see why not. Depending on the context, yeah. Go on. <laughs> Look at this dapper penis. Go on. <laughs> That's what I was going at. Okay. I don't like that. Or, like or that if, it's, if it's like someone from the Bronx and like, you got to change this baby's <laughs> dapper. Would you Would you ever call a vagina dapper? No. No? Look at that no. dapper vagina. It's a good way and not look to at you now, <laughs> And look at you not touching it. <laughs> Yeah, I think dapper more more or less describes. It's a gentleman's term, like a yeah. suit of uh, you know <laughs> armor. Gentleman's term. Yes, let's go. <laughs> and Todd, to, to close it out, big dork, big dogs or small dogs. So dork is a whale's <laughs> penis. So <laughs> you just said big dork, big Nick, big dog or small dog? Yeah. Why are you saying things that I don't want any of? Uh, neither. But it would be a big dog. It's not like people are going to be like, oh, Nick said big dog, and then all of a sudden t- tomorrow at your doorstep, they're going to show up. Oh, several great yeah. oh I, know t- I know two people that can make that happen. <laughs> yeah, it's happened. And not even at my doorstep, in my home. <laughs> Corey? Big dog. Big dog. There was actually one in your backyard uh, about an hour ago. What, what are you talking about? Kelly Cal- stopped by to grab something. Oh, from okay. oh, and she stopped at my house? No, no, here. And she's like, oh, is it, she's like, is it, is Nick going to be okay with me bringing Chubbs in the backyard? I'm sure that like, conversation never happened. It did. She was, she was, <laughs> is Nick going to be okay with me walking the dog on the roof and bringing it inside and letting said, it yeah, shit in the I, toilet? I, I said, yeah, yes, sure. the backyard's fine. So yeah, he was out, out back real quick. Well, I'm glad you speak for, on behalf of my house. Fertilizing everything. I hope it didn't nibble any of the bushes back there. Yeah, I hope it did. <laughs> uh, Chubbs' stomach is, is Come on. lined with steel. <laughs> yeah. Not ricin. <laughs> exactly. Todd, I know I said uh, the last one, but I, I want to do a few more. Uh, how many hours of sleep do you need? I didn't hear you. How many hours of sleep do you need? Oh, none. Go on. I don't. I sleep or I don't. I like to sleep, but I, I don't need sleep. <laughs> Okay, Nick? Four. Corey? I say to be functioning at least four. Four? Yeah, that's about standard. I mean, my eyes are going to be burning. I, mean, I would love to get more. Oh, However, yeah, most, <laughs> most definitely. But the, yeah, bare, bare minimum. If, being if I'm four. getting three to four, I'm like, you know what? Three, I'm not Solid. waking up. There's no way. I think my bare minimum is six, and I have, I've literally done experiments on this. Like, I, I, won't, on. I won't hear the alarm unless it's been at least six hours. I can see how that's feasible. Yeah, so I think that I'm going to revisit, Bob. I'm going to say the minimum probably regularly three, but I've stayed for 48 straight hours before without issue. But that's different than how many hours of sleep do you need. Yeah, that's true. That's how, yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Todd, so, Todd hang, on, hang on, Todd. That's for, another great question, though. For you, clarifying question, Todd. Um, yeah. So if you, so even though, yeah, you were able to stay up those 48 hours, 
had you weighed down in between at any point, would yep. you have you? There's no way that you're saying that you just wouldn't not have gone to sleep. I so yes, if at that point I had I'd had I'd had to sleep, and but then that's why I did my answer. So then three though. So then to be functional, I need three hours at a minimum to be able to to function again. Yeah, because yeah, because we we could all push ourselves to the limits and and stay up for hours upon hours on end. Done it before. But yeah, once yep. you once you your head hits that pillow, you you sit down in a chair and you're semi comfortable. Uh, then yep. yeah, then your body's gonna just take over at that point. So, so three would be my minimum because because otherwise, like I said, I love to sleep. I could sleep ten hours in a row, but 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 if I if I have a bunch of stuff going on, I don't have any problem working every day and not only getting a couple hours of sleep a night. So well, three'd be my minimum. I'd say. Well, just just remember, people of great intelligence like Da Vinci, the master only slept for twenty minutes every four hours. Think how much more he had accomplished. Almost. Who naps for twenty minutes? That's Da Vinci. Jesus Christ! Again, too. Same thing. Basically, just going off what I just said. If I were like, "Yeah, oh, I'm just going to get twenty minutes in," no, it's, no, that turns I've into never, an hour and a half. Yeah. Never, I'm in trouble. I, I've never been able to sleep for twenty minutes. Yeah, a and, car ride that'd be yeah. the exception. Oh, that's only amazing sleep. School sleep was awesome too. I was, was going to say a car ride, school, <laughs> or work. School, yeah. I, I, school <laughs> sleep. You could sleep for twenty minutes and feel like you slept for fifteen hours. I, I had a. I had a good one in school. I fell asleep in one of my classes, and yeah. they just, the bell rang, did not wake up. Let you be? They let me be. Seniors came in. I was a freshman. I could top that. And I'm sitting there sleeping. <laughs> they did not say a word. They let me sleep, and I finally <laughs> woke up. I finally woke up. Yeah. And the teacher looks at me. He's like, oh, you ready to go back to class now? I was like, yeah. He goes, here's a slip. It'll get you into class. Let me walk right into my class. It was one of the counselors was teaching like a, substitute class or something i couldn't believe it i thought that was like Daniel's i had a great teacher so how long did you sleep <laughs> 30 35 minutes maybe did he give you did he get a wine cooler too no <laughs> Quail- no, no any quaaludes <laughs> i don't think so maybe that's why you i fell asleep i don't know after school <laughs> i may have you beat greg uh, I was working for Todd at the time, and Todd was living out in Massachusetts, and I in Michigan. And the deal was, I had to fly out on Sunday and stay until Friday, three weeks a month. So I was on the way home on a Friday, and I had to I had to do a connecting flight. It was the only flight I could get, and wherever I was connecting through, I was waiting for my flight. And I was a little early. I mean, there were people there, but there was probably a good 30 minutes until they were going to board the plane. And so I had my bags, and I was sitting there with the rest of the people waiting for the plane, and I nodded off in my chair. And when I woke up, everyone was gone. <laughs> not, just, not just the people, the gate agent. <laughs> there was nobody in the hallway. <laughs> It was me. They boarded the plane. They may have tried to wake me up, but I feel like they didn't. Called me. I didn't respond. They saw one guy out there sleeping. They were like, fuck that dude. And then they walked away, closed the gate, and I woke up. I think I probably slept for over an hour. And I had to I had to rent a car to drive the rest of the way home because I couldn't get on the flight. <laughs> That's awesome. Working for Todd Dillon. That's what happens. Uh, <laughs> Todd, question. Are women complicated? 
and, and and think about that because yes. Mary may be listening to this podcast. Yes. Okay. That's yes. Like, that's yep. It's a yes or no question. You don't have to elaborate. Yes. And if she gives you any shit, just say <laughs> I only said yes. yes. I didn't say how complicated. Yes. Nick. I'm gonna say uh, yes with explanation. Um, any guy that were to say no is lying. Interesting. Yep. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would say no with some explanation to say no. They're not. If you if you spend enough time exposed to all the craziness, yeah, you will. You will fig- becomes normality. You'll figure it out. Yeah, and, and you, it'll beca- and you it becomes. No. I mean, you only look no. at Playboy you crack for the, articles, the code. Right? Hang on. No. But it's at yeah. a per, but it's at a per woman basis. No. Like you could no. crack the code Everybody's, for one woman. Everybody is. Right. No, you can't. You can't. It always changes. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna on a actually, per woman basis. No, it's crackable, but you, it's only. It only applies to that woman alone. Like move on to somebody else. You got to start all over again. Lori's like, so you crack the code, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. no, no, that, that takes. No, she know. She knows that's not me, true. You crack the code time. of my craziness, did you? I told you Let that. Me turn that up a little bit. <laughs> no, she knows it takes time. Babe, babe. Listen. Yeah, no, since Bob brought Somebody's that up. getting a phone call here yeah. about. <laughs> I'm no, gonna, no. I want to go back in my answer and, and, and change it. Uh, well, not really change it, but uh, I still say yes and Bob's an idiot. Yeah. So. <laughs> hey. I think everyone's complicated. You know, it's, <laughs> it's complicated. Everything is. <laughs> How long have well. you, Daniel, been together? Six years, and you don't think you've cracked that code <laughs> in six years? Definitely not. No, dude, <laughs> that, that is not the, the view that not. Nick and I have gotten. The Bob, Nick, the view that Nick I've gotten let, is that let me let me let me give you running the show here. Let me give you uh, an example. Mm-hmm. Last night we were watching America's Got Talent, the finale. Yeah, well, that's your problem. Yep. And I was cracking up at something. Yeah, and I turned and I looked at her. She was crying, and she was bawling her eyes out. Yeah, she cries a lot. And I'm like, what? Were, were you surprised? Oh, at at, the, at what was going on? Yes. You were surprised that she was crying at what was going on? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I guess to your point, you haven't cracked that fucking code. Six years. And you won't. I don't know what you've been doing, and but. And I, you, I, I, no, thank you, Todd. I, I, I agree with Todd. Here's, here's the truth. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, Todd, Todd's got to try to interject here. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with him. And, and he, he said that. Go, go ahead, Todd. You'll never crack the code. Exactly. They're complicated. It's the answer's yes. They're complicated, and you'll never figure it out. Here, here's the question, and it was in an episode of Seinfeld. Did you cross the Red Sea and put your arm around her and console her, or did you continue watching America's Got Talent? I don't like the Red Sea analogy. That's kind of inappropriate. No, it it it's not supposed to be period Red Sea. <laughs> well, that's not and what I was just talking like, about. Get your nah, mind out uh, of the gutter, you filthy Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, elaborate. Tell, tell me. Correct me. Was well, like if she was Russian. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jewish. No, I, I looked and I was like, I got more fish sticks. I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me! And I just kept on laughing. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, babe. And then oh, she started well, crying more. He didn't crack the code, but I'm not sure he's interested in cracking that code. No, no, no. Because in that situation, and she'll be the first to tell you, she's like, I, I don't know why it happened. It just it hit me. Right. And in that in that point, like she she's not looking for consoling. Had I tried that, she'd been like, "What are you doing? Stop!" Like I, I don't know why that hit me in the way it did. Just live with it, and you can laugh at it and be happy. And right. I'm gonna cry for a second, you and then we're like gonna be those, good. You guys are like those theater masks. 
But I think here's the, the ones <laughs> laughing, the ones crying. <laughs> yeah, but I think here's the difference. It doesn't sound to me like you were interested in why she was crying, and maybe that's why you can't. Cry oh no, I am, okay. and I always ask. I'm like, I'm like, what happened? That- okay, so you're 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 always trying to learn from. That yeah, and I, and I, w- I wish she was here right now to give you the actual example of you. Get she'll, she'll, she'll be, she's sleeping already. <laughs> oh, <hold laughs> she on. won't answer if you call. Probably not. All right, Greg, oh, Greg, you it. be Danielle. But, but okay. she, she, she cracked that bit of the code. Don't wake her up. But <laughs> I, I'd slowly look over at her, and she'd start chuckling as she's still crying, and I'll be like, "Really." And she's just like, I don't know. <laughs> so she hasn't cracked her own code. How am I supposed to fucking crack that code? No, no, but that wasn't the question. Of course, they're complicated to themselves, but we should be able to crack that code at some point. That makes plenty of sense, Bob. That <laughs> yeah. makes the most, yeah. that's that's the most logical thing no. I think I've ever heard you say. And with Thank that, you, sir. they can't figure out how to crack no, it. No, no, not and with that. We got to do one more because we, can't, <laughs> we can't. I can't start on this next question the next time we do this. So we got to end on this. <laughs> Todd. How often is it healthy? Yes, How often is it healthy to cry? Once a week. <laughs> okay, that's all right. Nick, um, I I have no idea. I, whenever it fucking happens, it's typically very rare. I mean, for me, it's super rare. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with that. I'm, I, I'm gonna yeah. Normally, what I call the Ukraine, but I'm gonna say that's that's the answer for me. Yeah. Whenever whenever it happens, it's cool. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to answer for two people I know. Um, <laughs> one being anytime America's Got Talent is on for some reason. <laughs> and the other, yeah, uh, there's, there's just certain things that happen in life that uh, they hit you and, and that's it. Every time Nick talks to me in the kitchen when we're drinking. <laughs> uh, when we're really, really drunk, yeah. Every time and Greg, the song is going Every on. time yeah. Greg brings some of those pastries, I want to cry. Yeah? Yeah, if you would, you would, Okay. You're torn between cake and pie. You have a vape flavored like key lime pie. You get key lime pie ice I was, cream. You get, I was not torn. You're like, nah, I'm kind of like, well, yeah, I don't really know. I'm like, they, you don't I mean, know. You rave about pie. They make key lime cake too. So, <laughs> dude, you bring a key lime cake in this house, you can fucking stay at the front door. <laughs> wow. Key limes do not belong in a cake. That was aggressive. That was very aggressive. <laughs> very aggressive. Yeah. I, let, I feel let, little, let, let's shift uncomfortably over to Greg. <laughs> Well, I'm Greg, about to start how, crying how right is, now in a minute it, with all this tension in here. How often uh, is it healthy to cry, Greg? Whenever it's appropriate. And whenever it's needed. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah, sorry. The the nephew uh, penis viewing was was okay, but the cake talk was just way too, too much, much for us. <laughs> <laughs> Are you looking you at like me? Cake talk. <laughs> Who else was talking about so seeing their nephew's dick? This is so uncomfortable. You? You? I don't have a nephew. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. I have several. Nephew. I have several, and I would never do that. I would. I would spray I would, them with. A I hose. would. I would be like, you crack the door open, say, "Hey, dress in the tub." What are just these turn days? It on. I'm just gonna go right to the interlude, and then like, <laughs> noop, 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 noop. and I'm not even gonna announce what we're doing. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. All right. We're gonna take a break for 15 minutes. Don't uh, go anywhere. We'll be right back.
to the second half of episode 141 for Schnozcast. Thank you for sticking with us. You know, I'm often asked, Corey, what is it that you fuckers do on the break? Oh, are you? I am. By all the super fans? <laughs> the super fans are the ones who ask the most. And you know what I tell them? What do you tell them? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we actually just sit there and continue the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, uh, we're amassing a greatest hits, if you will, of the funniest shit we've ever done that only happens during the 15 <laughs> No break. one can ever hear it. <laughs> yeah. It's only for us. Turn the recording off. Yeah. Imagine if we decided to release that footage. There's no footage. <laughs> Just for daddy. Nothing. Wow. <laughs> Dude, are we still going to... Okay. The, the tr- there's all manner of craziness. Yeah, the the ick meter continues to uh, go into the red. Oh, I see. Everybody talking about my nephew's dick. That's that's totally fine. Cheers. Oh. There was all manner oh. craziness during the break. When Dude, I was uh, no, no, hold on, hold on. Before we do the shot, yeah, Todd, Seattle craziness during the break. Go. No, I was just saying there during the fifteen minute breaks while I was in Michigan, we it was crazy. That People is, getting pushed to the pool. It was crazy. <laughs> that it was is insane. True. Helicopters buzzing the neighbors. It was crazy. You know how many, you know how many, Lunacy. T- you know how many times uh, Bob fell into that pond? <laughs> oh, I lost track. <laughs> <laughs> put on dry clothes, I'm come so, out, fall back in, put I'm, on dry clothes, come yeah. back out. Whoa. I'm still pulling the fucking seaweed out of my shoes. <laughs> Todd, you got a shot? I got a shot. Crown apple. Get it going. And if you are out there in the audience, in the future, this was a great day. Um, I'm sure you recall it on your calendars uh, roughly 100 years ago. But uh, now that you're here with us, you can pause us, and you're back with your own shot. And here we go. In the year 3000. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, 900 years in the future. Oh, God. Oh, Shibuya. Shibuya. Filled mine to the brim. (laughs) Shibuya. Oh, God. It doesn't go down as easy uh, after that jack fire. No. They're fighting inside. I don't know. My jack fire is pretty good. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Speaking of fighting. Oh, it's the MF and Gentleman's Agreement. Oh. (laughs) Done. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. <clears throat> I'd like to start with our special guest, Greg Gumto. Oh, boy. Um, who back on uh, August 28th was assigned reservation dogs by whom? I think it was you. It was not me. Nah, it was it? No, it's T. Oh, it was, it was to Mr. Todd Dillon. That's right. He was sitting next it to me. Was. Well, All right. Across from you. Uh, not too bad. I've watched two episodes so far. Uh, basically a bunch of punk kids are you know, sort of their own little crime syndicate going on right now. Uh, it's, that's kind of okay. what it seems like. They're trying to run their own. Um, I'm going to continue watching it though. So after two episodes, I think they're half hour episodes. So Wait, not so, sorry, can you give us the synopsis again. Three seconds. Uh, basically, you have it's on an Indian reservation. And they That's are the okay. Got yes, it. Uh, basically, I think there's four kids are basically just hoodlums. That's uh, they're 
wannabe criminals stealing and as of right now. I don't know what happens. Mayhem. Yes. (laughs) So, and I just got to the point at this where there's uh, some new, I guess, group in town that's going to take over their turf. I, I see a turf war coming. So we'll see. Okay. Uh, B minus. We going with grades again? B minus. <laughs> <laughs> so far, we'll see. It uh, could go up or down. We'll see. The legacy of Todd Dillon. <laughs> so, so, speaking of Todd, let's let's move on to Todd yes. then. Todd, you had to watch Green Book. Yeah, Green Book from me. I did. And <laughs> I give it a solid B minus. B minus. All right. Yeah, I'll take it's that. Really good. I'll take I, that. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't realize it's, it. It 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 thirty second synopsis. Yes. So uh, there is a. It's, it's based on a true story, dramatized, of course. But uh, Doctor uh, Shirley, Doctor Don Shirley, yep, uh, was a musician uh, in the fifties, a uh, black man, and he uh, was a very 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 talented uh, piano virtuoso. And he decides to embark on a tour uh, with his record label. Uh, and the tour starts, well, it starts in, and he's based out of New York. It starts in New York, but it goes quickly to, from the Midwest to the Deep South during the Jim, Jim Crow era. And so the, the gist is he needs to hire someone who is uh, a, a, a bit of a gangster to as protection so he doesn't have any troubles in the South because the only way uh, he gets paid as he makes it to every concert uh, that's on the, the touring schedule. And so it's a story of uh, this uh, kind of close to the mob, not a monster, but a, an enforcer type Italian guy from New York uh, who has an unlikely uh, re- relationship with this music virtuoso. Uh, they both, one guy's working class, Don Shirley is, is very, very wealthy uh, based on his talents. Uh, they really and they both teach each other a lot. It's a great. Uh, there's there's a lot of good stuff in it. Again, things I didn't realize. The the name of the movie, The Green Book, was is truly a real book that existed uh, back in the day. Because one of the the things that this movie highlights is kind of this discrimination of the time. And the Green Book was a traveler's guide for black people, uh, for hotels that they could stay in. Because in many of the places in the Deep South, uh, they couldn't stay in the same hotels. And even though uh, Doctor Shirley was super, super wealthy. He had to stay in really, really flea bag, dangerous hotels, while his bodyguard, who he was paying, uh, could stay in a really nice uh, hotel because black folks weren't allowed in those rooms. So that's the non-spoiler alert. Probably fifty-nine second uh, synopsis, but I the solid B minus. <laughs> well, so what is it that uh, dropped it down to a B minus from from a potential? plus or a uh well so again i think that so having it, it forced me to do what i what i always do when i see something that's based on a truth actually did the research so that influenced my grade kind of i think it was a little bit higher i was going to give it a b plus after watching it uh then reading the tr- facts of the story kind of some of the things were dramatized to make it very interesting uh that distracted a bit uh because i think the story of itself and and again you can study what uh, jim crow laws were like uh, again, it, it, you knew kind of where it was going to go, right? They at the end of the at the end end of the movie, they are good friends. Now they come to and even though 
these teams to have it really well, they they don't. They they if they trade places, they realize that there are difficulties for both. Even if you're rich and even if you're a uh, working class uh, Italian guy, so yeah, that's that's kind of what did it to me for me, Bob. Okay, thank you, buddy. No uh, worries, uh, Nick. Yes, sir. You had the Bill Murray experience from I'm gonna guess Corey. Yes. Yes, I did. Can't wait. Sucked. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, this, is, this is uh, just, just so that if you're just tuning in the podcast, last week, Nick had to give a review for Caddyshack, and so it was the, it was the uh, cannonball of cannibal, <laughs> Caddyshack and Bill Murray experience two weeks in a row. Yeah, um, so I, 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 will, I will say this. It um, Quick synopsis is that it is a very high-maintenance actress, uh, like D-level actress in Hollywood, who loves Bill Murray, and she's a borderline stalker, and she wants to meet him and have what she calls a Bill Murray experience. And, and her example of a Bill Murray experience is... Uh, all these people around the country or world say that when you randomly run into Bill Murray, um, he makes some kind of memorable moment because he's just uh, not even like a guy's guy, but he's like an everyday person. And he's always... Oh, Go, you know, can, can he's, I, he's, he's always... What, did I watch <laughs> the wrong thing? Yeah, yeah but it, <laughs> it's, not, it's not your fault. It was, it was, it, that was my fault. You called it the wrong thing? I called it, yes. Okay. Well, this can sucked. You, yeah. So, so, so it was a documentary from her perspective of basically, um, trying to get her own, her life was in shambles. And so, okay. So the Bill Murray experience supposedly is, um, like people are claiming that, um, you know, I, I saw Bill Murray in this one bar and he came over and took up fry off my plate and ate it and said, uh, Nice fries. And then he walked away. And I saw Bill Murray. Uh, I was having my wedding, and Bill Murray walked in and randomly came in the background and photobombed our wedding. And so all these different, like, funny things that Bill Murray's done. Um, apparently, up until recent history, the cool thing that I understand Corey would love about Bill Murray would be that he refused to ever have a cell phone. If you wanted to get a hold of him, you had to call an 800 number. And flag like flag down his people, and his people would arrange something with him. Um, so there's all these experiences that that people have, and, and I'm not doing any justice, but basically where he kind of does the equivalent of seven. Is that seven? Oh, but that's five because you said four. Okay, Bob just got off mic to sneeze. Um, so. So basically there's she she wants to gravitate towards Bill Murray and and somehow figure out where he is so she can have her own experience but it completely contradicts what her definition or anyone else's of a Bill Murray experience. Supposedly like a Bill Murray experience is supposed to be um you know trying to catch the wind it's it's completely impossible. It's supposed to be completely happenstance. Um, he's supposed to 
walk into your venue or walk into a bar and you bump into him and he buys you two shots and tells you a joke or, you know, something crazy or funny happens just in everyday life. And he loves the idea that he doesn't let his fame go to his head, but he likes to give fans or maybe even not fans or not even announce his own presence you know, just the random happenstance experience of him, just Bill Murray walking up to your table and something crazy happening. So this chick, like a D-level actress, does a documentary about how uh, her fiancé dumped her and she got cut from this movie and um, all these all these horrible things happened in her life. And she she ends up, like in shambles and she thinks she's she sees online that bill murray does like all these crazy things for people and she's like oh my god this is the thread that can mend the hole in my sweater of my life like bill murray is the answer i need to randomly bump into bill murray so he can do something really funny and walk up to me like it's no big deal and by bill murray doing that that's gonna fix my life and she also announces throughout the movie, and she's very attractive, probably like uh, 40. And she also announces that, I mean, in one or more ways that she's like looking for a daddy kind of a girl, you know. And so I have a feeling she's slightly attracted to Bill Murray as well. So basically, she with her girlfriends, their entire life or her entire life with her friends is consumed with hunting down Bill Murray to the effect that she has a like 1990s uh, detective board with red string connecting pictures of Bill Murray and where he's been and a map and all this shit. And it is very stalker esque. So not only did she like lose her fiance, she lost several jobs. She has some clout cause she knows like a producer that knows a producer that knows a producer that that produced really fucking important flicks. So she has some in Hollywood, but she's like a no-name person. And as a result of her hunt for Bill Murray, spoiler alert, um, <laughs> she loses her friends. Her friends stop being friends with her halfway through the documentary. Her hunt for Bill Murray includes going across the country to a golf outing that he goes to every year. And guess what? It's the first the year he doesn't Pro-Am? it's the first year he doesn't fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> and, and at that point you should know oh, this it's is great. Then it's then, not meant to be. Then yes. apparently he yeah. was filming in Malaysia or something. So she was convincing everyone she knew we need to go to Malaysia to finish this documentary. It got back to Bill Murray that she was doing this documentary. And you know what he said? Game on. She's looking for me? Okay. Game on. So Bill Murray went out of his way to hide from this crazy chick as she's trying to hunt him down for this <laughs> yeah. documentary. That sounds like Bill Murray to me. Yes. Absolutely. But the funny thing about it is how can she use his name? He would have had to agree and say, like, no. No? I don't think so. She it's could nothing- s- it's, his name isn't trademarked. So it could be any Bill Murray. His his image is trademarked. Yeah, so... Uh, his image is probably it's, it's, his own. It, yeah. well, no, well, it's not even true. There are plenty of... Well, 
No, no, no. They're probably black market t-shirts. There, it, I think there's a law that states everyone's image without having to go through anything legal is trademarked immediately. Your your image is trademarked, whether you like it or not. That's why everyone has to ask for permission to film you. Well, it's kind of weird that I was on the cover of a Boy Melon <laughs> CD for this week. Yeah, <laughs> but, but Without you, my fucking consent? You, you have to agree to anything, including your image. So it's it's just a known fact that from the basics, from the second you're born, your image is trademarked. Okay. So... So anyhow, so she goes on and on. She loses her friends. She doesn't end up having to go to Malaysia because guess what? She finds out he's filming a scene uh, three miles away from her house. So, wow. she, so all these places that she goes, the, if she's not sounding crazy enough, she decides that apparently uh, to get Bill Murray's attention, I have to get 50 balloons. So it, it, it shows her going to Party City and purchasing 50 balloons like the fucking character from Up, and she's walking around with these balloons. So, I mean, she's not trying to blend in. She's trying to be insane, which she is. And when she finds out he's two, three miles away, she buys 100 balloons, 100 regular balloons. She's carrying them around like a psychopath. And guess what? They don't let her on set. And they tell her if she wants to even come close, she's got to let the balloons go. So, like, five times through the show, she's <laughs> spent money on 100 balloons that she has to, like, let go or she she they slip out of her hands or something. And she's now known as, like, the crazy guy stalking Bill Murray. And as most crazy people do, um, she announces through the whole episode, like, I'm not crazy. Of course, because anyone that says they're not crazy is typically not crazy. But surprisingly enough, she nails down Bill Murray's fucking brother and gets an interview with him by buying him beers and gets like a 10-minute a sit down. And his mannerisms, voice. Yeah, are the same. Are exactly. He's a D-list actor too. The same. <laughs> he, he, first it, of all. Is his, it Joel Murray? First of all. It's his, not Brian no, Doyle. No, no, no. It's Joel. Okay. So so yeah. his his voice doesn't okay. doesn't sound like Bill. His face looks similar, but he's got a whole head of hair. Yeah. And when he imitates Bill, he sounds exactly like him. Like he'll be like, "Oh, my brother will say," blah, 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 and I'm like, "Whoa, what the yeah. fuck just happened?" <laughs> so like I would be like, "Fuck Bill Murray." Just have this guy tell stories in Bill Murray's voice all day long. Exactly. And she exactly. Had, and she ended up saying she was like do you understand how many beers I had to buy Bill Murray's brother for him to agree to sit down to this? But it sounds like it was worth it. Jesus. Yeah. Well, guess what? The movie ended with, I guess I'll never meet Bill Murray. <laughs> and she never fucking met So hold, hold on a second. What, what what was the grade that you gave the Bill Murray experience? The Bill Murray an experience. F minus. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say an F minus. Because so, so on, remember, on top. Uh, hold on, outside, hold on, hold on. on the break, we were talking about how would we restructure, we're, we're potentially going to restructure Gentleman's Agreement, at least in the time that we allot to it and the placement in the show. Mm -hmm. And we were saying that, oh, I, I, I feel like the, the longer reviews are the ones where people really like the movie. It's complete opposite. <laughs> no, one hundred percent. Nick was just tearing no. this down, but this, he was laughing through the whole thing. So I was like, this "Yeah, hurt. I didn't want to stop him." Yeah, right. This, this hurts so good, <laughs> and, and and the the fact is, is that this chick, if that wasn't bad enough, basically was just sitting in front of a camera talking to it the whole time, 
and every scene, every fucking scene that there there was a uh, a scene change or anything, she started crying. Every oh, no. fucking, and I just feel like that if I met him, it would make my life right. And I'm like, <laughs> you don't think you're insane? And it never came to fruition. It was like open ended. It ended with like, I realized that. You know, I lost my fiance because of Bill Murray, and I lost my friends, <laughs> and I lost a lot of money, and I never got to see Bill Murray. the The closest she got was he was on a golf course shooting a a, a something, and she got really far away, hold, holding balloons again, and she's like Bill, and he fucking flew by in a golf cart, <laughs> and I, she was like, I re- "What's that?" I was I'm say I was gonna say I'm sorry I didn't mean to butt in but I, I was gonna say I remain confused because it feels like you might watch a great movie and at the end sucks then you're like oh it's an F because you have so much detail all the way through and <laughs> while well, it'll be annoying to see her cry every every set you seem to you've you've grokked so many like when I hate a movie I remember just the specifically the thing the only only the things that made me made it horrible. Uh, like the movie Greg gave me last time, mm-hmm. uh, but <laughs> so I, I feel like you like she just didn't like the way it ended. Like if she had Bill Murray, would it have been a C minus? Yeah, I would say if if I was waiting, I'm like this is the only thing that's going to save you. And at the end, she at the end she she got like a like a touch of sanity, and she was like. I guess it defeats the purpose of chasing Bill Murray down and stalking him because that's not the way you get a Bill Murray experience. It just has to be happenstance. Yeah, you fucking explained that at the fucking beginning. And you're just crying and ruining your life through this whole fucking thing and making Bill Murray hate you. And yeah, it was it was absolutely horrible. And it, it ended with her like, yeah, I guess I'll never meet him. And it, at the end, she ended up like going to some huge party and wearing a like rainbow silver wig with a unicorn horn and a tail. And she was the unicorn girl because she was super hot. And so and it never fucking happened. It, it was ridiculous. So, and God bless Bill Murray for never meeting this psycho. Last clarifying question then. Yeah. So literally, if on this whole movie it ends, it's horrible. And then on the outtakes, at you know, one year after the movie was actually produced, She's freaking at she cheeses with her nephew, and Bill Murray rolls in and puts her kid in the ball pit. Which you have said we've ever seen. It feels like no. I I would have been like okay. I I would feel like I I finally got to climax. Like you know, like okay, this is what I'm fucking looking for. The, you don't. How are you filming a documentary that consumes your life about the Bill Murray experience that you're you're hunting down, and you never got the Bill Murray experience. And the funny thing was is she runs into people. She ends up running into people at, like, some Bill Murray fucking conference with all these other psychos. <laughs> and they're like, oh, dude, you know what's funny? Is at that taping that she went to three miles away, these other two guys who loved Bill Murray had a better idea. Instead of chasing him down like a psycho and dressing up like a unicorn, they borrowed a friend of theirs ice cream truck because they heard Bill Murray likes ice cream. And they parked it legally as close as they could to the film set and guess what happened 
Bill Murray walked out and he fucking ordered an ice cream and he fucking sat there and bullshit and talked with them and he tried to tip them and pay them and he came up and like served ice cream to a couple people and she's like, I'm so jealous that they got a Bill Murray experience. I'm like, yeah, because you're fucking crazy, dude. You are insane. So I I, I understand. This feels, like, this feels like a job opportunity here. I, I understand the hate for that movie because it was the wrong one. Um, But I'm going to lead you up to a, a very good experience with uh with the next time I get you. <laughs> I can't I wait to, to follow that. I can't wait to go back. Oh, I'm not going to follow that. Um, Corey's up next. I can't wait to go back and figure out exactly how long that review was. Very <laughs> long. It went over the 12, <laughs> a 12 minute that we... Uh, he, might have set, to, he might have set a new, a new Schnauzcast record. For, I had to uh, unburden myself, Bob. <laughs> that, 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 and that was, that was not on you. That, that was my bad. I could have watched the movie, and it would have been shorter. Well, hey, <laughs> what, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. One, excuse me. One positive takeaway. Okay. It lended me to understand how amazing of a fucking actor and person Bill Murray actually is. Like, so oh, I do like that. Right after he was the sign Caddyshack. Unfortunate I didn't know. Movie. I don't know anything about. I don't know anything about Bill Murray. Movie. So you saw Caddyshack. Oh, so one movie that sucked. <laughs> I was supposed to realize he was a great well, actor. Hold on. Yeah, he thought sucked. Did it suck, though? It sucked ass. Oh, I thought no, you had a better appreciation for Bill Murray. Though. I do now. I, I'm going to take him back old school and get him again with a Murray classic. Yeah, I, all right. I, I got it. I got it for now. All right. Okay, well, we'll see, we'll see what happens. All right, Corey. I had a Love is Blind from Nick. Yeah. Uh, mm. uh, reality TV show, it's – I realized – why when I heard the name I, I've heard it before I've seen it on Netflix but Danielle watches it and so I, I watched my my one episode I, I, I know I watched two but I, I did one I've dude I've seen three or four from her oh okay yeah and I for the right person I, I mean yeah it's a it's a good show it's <laughs> For the right person. He qualified that well, for the right no don't get me wrong for the right person don't get me wrong I'm sure it's no, a great no, show no Love is Blind. What was the show? Love, Love is, is blind. blind is the name of the show. Oh, it sounds horrible. I mean, don't don't, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, I, I've already been tainted by Danielle watching it and, and seeing it every time I come home and then have to finish the episode. Uh, it's, it's, not a, it's not a terrible premise. It, it's, I'm not going to say it's better than The Bachelor or Bachelorette, but it's, it has its place, and I, I know that like there's billions of people out there that, that watch it and love it. Um, mm-hmm. And I know you, you kind of correlate it to the circle, which is it makes sense, but the circle is it doesn't have that, that love aspect in it. Yeah, the circle's the cir- much more Yeah, the circle's completely social media, uh, and I shouldn't even really say social media. Um, it's pretty straightforward. Love is blind. It, Starts going into the emotions of people and all this and that. Uh, so that, tell, tell everyone what the premise of the show is. There's a group of like 30 males and females that meet, so 15 on each side. Uh, they have no contact with each other, and they're able to go into pods to have dates. So you're only you're only hearing or seeing the person, not seeing not seeing the person. You're only hearing them and talking to them. Um, in a sense that you you have no clue what they look like, um, and that's that, that's really yeah the, you, the biggest part. You don't you don't you don't see them. So it it could be Greg sitting on the other side uh, or in the other pod uh, talking with you, and 
or you could also have someone that's uh, it'd be Brad Pitt sitting in the other, you know, or however you want to mix and mash that. Uh, it, so it's, it's you remember Blind Date back when that was big on MTV? No, you don't remember Blind Date from MTV? No, I had a job. <laughs> I had to work for a living. Yeah, <laughs> but it, I, it, it's, I had mouths to feed. Corey. It was it was basically like that. It, it was there was a, a contestant, and then they put three people on the other side of the the curtain, and they had to respond to answers, um, and then the person on that was looking to date people would be would would only respond to those answers without seeing the person. Uh, okay. So it's and that was kind of the other thing. I'm like, this has already been done in a sense before. Wait, did you give this a letter grade already? No, no, I have not. Okay. Um, I'd say C. Jesus Christ. With the fucking yeah, lengthy, sounded, shitty reviews. Sounded much worse than a C. I thought it was going to be no, no, in the no, D I, level. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, not saying, I'm, I'm not saying it was terrible yeah. by any means. It, it, was, it was, for me, it was, they were like little apartments, and one of the walls was like glowing blue. And it was like this kind of aura looking thing. And you would, they would switch which apartment they'd go into. The aesthetics of the show are amazing. Yeah. Yes. yeah. You would each, each like room, they called them pods, but there was like a little apartment. And it would have like a fireplace and a sweet like Chanel couch and like, you know, an elaborate bear rug and like all this. And it was really cool, like the way they set it up. And if you had no clue who you're being met, matched up with, and you'd go up to this like glowing blue wall, and you'd be like, "Hey, how's it going?" And they'd be like, "Hey, I'm so and so from New Boston or wherever," and they would have to talk. And they gave them wine and beer, so some of these people had like real connections, and they had no clue who these fucking people were. So it was the premise was more interesting than the lovey aspect of the show. Yeah, yeah, no, most definitely, most definitely. Yeah, so yeah, not not terrible. Um. I, I know it's already a big not show. Terrible. Yeah, I, I, I'm being honest. I, it, you know, it, it's not something we Todd, go back Todd and keep wants, watching. Todd wants to know what your letter grade is. He said That's C. A C. Yeah, C. Yeah. Solid C. Okay. C. So, so actually, I think the the other bar for me is so I can get a gauge on what you see is is do you think let's say that we expanded, uh, we had another guest on eight ten weeks ago from. Would you sign? Would you ever sign this as something for someone to see who's seen a lot of things? Would you get to this? Would I sign Love Is Blind to someone? Um, to the right, to the right person. That being okay. a fem- that being then, a female, like had like had Daniel. <laughs> there you go. That, 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 oh no, that's, I, that's a solid middle ground. See, there you go. That's and good. and and like I said, Dan- he said no. Oh no no no! I I would definitely assign it to someone. Uh, like I said, I I would just. It, it would it, it would most definitely be more for the female crowd, or uh, I don't. Because like I said I, I know when when you said it, I'm like I know I've never actually sat down and watched it myself, mm-hmm. but I know I've heard that name before, and I've come home and yet she's been watching it a shit ton. Uh, so like I said I I I I feel I've gotten my more than two episodes out of just watching from what yeah that's fair. she's watched. I, I agree with that. That's fair. Um. And I think that's, I did assign it to Danielle. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, I just, the only, I, it would have not been assigned to you had you not liked the circle. And I know they're different, but they're both reality. No, and like I said, they, yeah. they do correlate. That, that makes complete sense. So that's, that's for love is blind. Yeah. We, we, we this shot's we, been sitting here through 
almost oh. all of Nick's review and Corey's. Sorry. Review. Well, and the cameras went down and right. No, it's my <laughs> fault because it, they, they'd been sitting there for long enough. But by the time we got to his review, I'm like, Jesus Christ, let's get out of the next review. And I totally forgot about the shot. So <laughs> I, just, I, th- I thought while well, I was fucking around with the cameras, I thought you guys already did it. Now mine was still sitting there. No, no. Uh, See, I thought Nick too. was doing his best to get to the our cameras. Todd, got a crown, crown apple? Yes, sir. All right. Here we go. Nice warm crown apple. No, no. It's nice in the cooler. I'm ready. Yeah, that could have been much colder. Uh, and just so everyone's aware, Bob and Corey, I'm still on the fence. And Greg, you're invited as well. And so are you, Todd. Yes, sir. Bob and Corey have agreed to do Sober October. Yep. Yes, we have. Um, I'm still on the fence. Um, is there, is there a bet on it? Can we put some, some ducats on it? Um, <laughs> if you want, sure. Now, I will, I will state for the record, I've already told Corey... Because I did manage to get a room for homecoming at, up at Alma the first weekend of October, that my sober October will be starting on October 3rd. Uh huh. Mm. Starting on October. Then it's not for October. You need to be out or in. Yep. You can't, you mean, so you peer well, pressure. Then I'm out. Then I'm out. I'm I got to get drunk with my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Bob impression ever. <laughs> Mute. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, I'm, then I'm out, I guess, because I'm not doing total sober October. So there you go. Yo, exactly. <laughs> just admit it. He was cracking up in the background. He couldn't hear. It he was on mute. I mean, I, it's not for it's not for you. It's for me. I don't give a fuck what you think. So I'm starting in the third. <laughs> Bob going, Rankin, ladies and gentlemen, going until at least at least November third, and uh, you know, the, we'll see how long that goes. Uh, can we can we can we take a podcast vote um, if that's okay and acceptable to October third, November third? Predominantly, most of October. Um, not that it matters because Bob's decision. But yeah. well, totally if, up to you guys. Yeah, I don't if, give a shit. If, if we took a vote, like, is that acceptable? I'm going to say that's acceptable. <laughs> so far, no one's doing it except for me and Corey. So, I'm, and well, I, and we already talked. I'm I, in. I'm, I, saying, I'm, I'm in. saying that's acceptable. Oh, Todd's in. I'm in as long as there's money on it. I'm, no, I'm out. Meaning you're going to do sober October, Todd? I'll do sober October as long as there's that at the end. <laughs> Can so, we do high July next year? <laughs> 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 Who can get the highest throughout the month of July? That's a that's a that's a talk for another time. <laughs> All right, let's finish this up. Uh, I had a Judas and the Black Messiah from Todd. Uh, so not to bury the lead, but I'm going to give this a solid A minus. Um, Ice. Thirty Ice. second thirty second synopsis. This is about um, Fred Hampton who was in 1960 Chicago, um, one of the predominant voices of the Black Panther Party. Um, And his story, along with the story of uh, a gentleman who was recruited uh, through the police into... Oh, sorry. I should probably just say big spoilers here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't... I was trying to think of how to go about it but i really don't know that there's a way um i love sting i think i did a pretty good job when i i said no you up. did but yeah i i am not doing such a good you job yeah um anyway suffice to say I, I i thought it was uh so daniel kaluuya kaluuya was the one who played um fred hampton and if you don't know who he was he was in get out 
Um, he was yep. in he was in Black Panther. Uh, fantastic British actor who won the Oscar for best best. The crazy part is, I think he won for best supporting actor for this role, but I thought he was the lead. So, but it, it turns out that the lead was the 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 other guy who was yes supplanted within the Black Panthers from the police, and he didn't win shit as far as I saw. <laughs> so I didn't understand that at all, and I don't know. I, I I'm always kind of fuzzy on how it is that a studio who's fir- first on the who's, who's first on the banner. Daniel Kaluuya was, was first. The name, what's the name? What's the name? What's the name of the movie? <laughs> and so he has to be. Yeah, but but I, I get where you're coming, from, but he has to be right. I I, I mean, I guess. And, and truly, no spoilers, but and truly, that you get that the beginning to end. I think it has to be that way. And it, but it's a, it's a thing the way that he won first supporting. You know, it seems like he is the main. Person. But but you know what? Maybe if he'd been submitted for best actor, he might not have won. I don't know. I, I can't recall who was up who was up in competition for best actor that year. But so the fucking the the the, the direction was amazing. I can't remember the name of the guy who directed this movie, but I was I was highly impressed. Cinematography was fantastic. Uh, it was just a great movie to watch. And Todd, it, it, I don't know if you remember, but I got a sign from you. Um, a few weeks ago, I'm trying to look back through my list. Um, The Godfather of Harlem. Yes, back, I, I remember that. Yeah, back in February, and one of my yeah. big complaints about that movie was they used like a modern like music. A music didn't line up. No, music not with the time, <laughs> but this right. movie was fucking phenomenal. It was you know back in the '60s, the jazz they used uh, Dizzy Gillespie. Um, I'm blanking on it, it just uh, a, a jazz like who's who from the sixties that really played to the strengths of the, of the story and to the direction of, you know, the, the tale that they were trying to tell. So it really, it really, it, it, it ticked a lot of the boxes that Godfather, Godfather of Harlem just failed to do for me. And so, not, yeah. not, not, Go ahead. Sorry, sorry, Corey. Oh no, not not to jump in on, on your yeah. agreement, uh, but I think that was that was one of the things I highlighted too was that uh, after you watched the the, the first movie, um, to to me, like, I was like, this, this actually, yeah, was set up in a uh, everything was shot so well and produced so well, everything mixed together. It was it was for the time and about the time. Yeah, uh, and there was there yeah, there was no outside influence on it. Yeah, and I think it's a compliment to the director. And oh, big the time! Producers big time. and everything. The story was well told, and uh, I was uh, I watched it all the way through. Couldn't take my eyes off the screen. So great pick, and and I and I really got to say thanks because this, as I as I mentioned last week, this has been on my list to watch for a long time. So thank you for that. Anecdote. I watched so the first time I saw it. I've seen it multiple times because I think it's a, it, like you guys said. It's a just great piece of art. Uh, the way that it's made, the way that it's directed, the way they shoot, the way they tell the story is brilliant. But I watched it the first time on an airplane, and I was an angry dude. Oh no! <laughs> I freaking got off the plane. <laughs> <laughs> I, and, and not and not a spoiler, but how young he was i mean we at yeah. that age we were nowhere near that mature 
oh no 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 well that's the thing you you look at historical fiction from uh, sorry not fiction but historical uh reenactments or uh biopics from that age and you realize that these people who had made such an impact and you know you go you finish watching the movie and you're like that was fantastic and then you go in the bathroom and you look in the mirror and you're like fuck what have i done what the fuck have i done <laughs> <laughs> have I have I have I led a people to a better understanding of their place in society? Nope. I uh, bought groceries today and <laughs> no, it's, but listen, did, it's didn't get much, in a car accident, so it's a win. How, how many? How much stuff? That that movie is a short movie. It's not like a a ninety minute deluxe. It's a long movie with a lot of things that happen. A lot, a lot, a lot. And you're like. Oh, he was only twenty years, twenty one years old, or something like that. Like, yeah, no crazy, way, <laughs> crazy, crazy. Anyway, Judas and the Black Messiah. It's available on uh, Hulu. I'm gonna say, I no. believe so. HBO Max. Mm. One of the two. Go to just watch. Go to justwatch.com and you can look it up. All right. So uh, assignments for next week. I have drawn. Todd. Oh, hold on a second. Okay. Hold on. So Judas and the Black Messiah is uh, available on Hulu Premium, YouTube Premium. Um, so it sounds like you're probably going to have to rent it. Fuck. For it, yeah. It's, a, it's worth so YouTube? It's worth whatever the price is. YouTube and, Premium. And anybody, and my, to all our fans out there, if anybody watches this and they hate it, send me an email and I'll pay you back for it. I'll pay the first 15 people back. <laughs> it's good you set a limit on that. Yeah, there's never going to be 15 people. I know Mary's <laughs> listening. She's like, you are not paying for people's movies. <laughs> Damn it, first Todd. 15 people, as long as you live in outside of the continental U.S. and like $97 to rent, and I don't want to hear anybody reading Judas, Judas's boob in the Black Messiah or the porno, whatever the porno knockoff is. Hold on. Uh, I will pay. For, I'll pay for the first fifteen. I, I love that he says send me an email, but doesn't give his email. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's just, immediately just where he leave goes. A, leave a message on the shocker line. Yeah, leave a message on the sock shocker line, and we'll connect, and I'll pay you back. Yeah, oh, if you watch geez. Judas Christ. and the Black Messiah, it's six one eight shocker with promo code Todd, and we will uh, we'll get you some money back. First fifteen people. Word. All right, new assignments Verse for Ge- fifteen. I'm new text- assignments for gentlemen's Green for this week. Uh, I have drawn Greg. Todd has drawn me. Corey's got Nick. Greg has Todd, and Nick has Corey. Excellent. So everybody, go with that. Hmm. I guess so. I will. If, <laughs> if everybody remembers what they got, I'll go first. So I got Greg. Greg Gumto. Yes. Um, have you seen, oh, that's still on my list, even though I was recently given, it's Corey. You seen Blood Simple? That's the one that we were talking about. Uh, Corey was. Yeah, you yes. seen it. Have you seen it? No. That's the, you have, you own that movie though, movie. right? Because you have to rent it, right? I, I do own it. Yeah. If you want to borrow it. I'll probably have to stop by and, and borrow it. I'm, I'm high, I've got, I've only got three. Uh, movies on my <laughs> list for you, and and I'm really interested to see because I got such a shitty review from Corey that I I want to I right, it's worth it to me to see what you think of it. 
Dude, so I, again, can that, we can we do that, Greg? Yes, that's just fine. Okay, but yep. that's that's what's going to open up that. Oh, it's on HBO Max, so I can watch it. I don't even need to borrow. Oh, it. Oh, you sure? Yes. Excellent. Okay. So that's what we that's, got. That's the great part about this, though, because I guarantee you something that you assigned to me that I was like, oh, this is dog shit. Greg might watch and be like, oh, yeah, that, it's it's great. Well, I'm gonna actually, say, I'm gonna he it. might agree with what you said. Like, <laughs> well, I, he you could, never know. He could, but. <laughs> okay. So that's your Scott, Greg. Blood simple. Perfect. Um, Todd, you got me. I do. Did you see the uh, series uh, Billions? Or what? Billionaire? Sorry. Billionaire. P- pick one. Which one is it? Billionaire. It's Billionaire. Billionaire? Yes. It's a series called Billionaire. I thought it was Billionaire, billions. the series. Or is it Are billion- you sure that's it's not billions. called Billions? Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, right. Billions is the... It is the star uh, Damien... Uh, yeah, the dude from... From Band the- of Brothers. Yes. It's pronounced Damon Wade. It's, that's not at all what it is. <laughs> He's the dude that's in the... Uh, no, the uh, CIA, the FBI... The fuck? You, it's billions. Uh, I've confirmed. It's billions. Have you seen it? Bob? Billions. The question is, have you seen yes. it? Correct. I, I have not. So it's, right. on my, it's on my list. All right. You know, so you, Todd, you. you know, you got me two weeks in a row. So there's a lot of pressure. I did. I saw that. There's a lot of pressure. Corey, I know. I'm, I'm, and I'm changing it up. I'm not going to the other end of the extreme. Yeah. We're going to, we'll, we'll see if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> a minus is, I'll take my A minus. Yeah, will you? Hey, 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 you know what else we need? What we need to do is actually put this, the letter grades in the uh, the one note. That way, I can no. you can get a good read, kind of where. Dude, <laughs> Todd, if you could create an algorithm, okay, I'd really so appreciate far, it. I'm the only one recording any shit in one note. If someone else would like to do that, you, you, everybody's got Easy, access. Girl. Don't fucking touch Whoa. me. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! I'll, I'll take I'll take dick coated hands on, off of grumpy me. grandpa. <laughs> Corey, you got Nick. Right. I, I got you. Corey, these, you got these, Nick. These hands haven't touched Dick in a while, but and speaking of Nick, Corey, you have Nick. <laughs> I do have Nick. So this is going to be a complete uh, three sixty one eighty one eighty one eighty yeah. full That's cycle the number you're looking for. No full right. cycle. Full, full cycle. Circle. Let's, full circle. Full cycle. Let's just say one eighty. Like laundry. Either way. Um, yeah, exactly. So, Spin cycle. I'm glad you did watch that and you hated it because now I'm going to give you the actual follow up to what should have been done. Yeah, boy. <laughs> and that you will be impressed by because you're going to see what this chick was trying to do. You have the Bill Murray stories, life lessons learned from a mythical man. <laughs> you got there so wrong. You, I got there so wrong. You got that because you gave me the Bill Murray experience. I know. I know. Is and there an now, apology? No, there's no there apology. apology? You, it, it now he's going to make close. it up. No, no, I don't know that he's... The I don't only know thing he's, in common was the name Bill Nick, Murray. Nick, I don't Nick. know that he's obligated to give you an apology. I'm, I'm, actually, I'm, I'm actually very glad that happened. Give you money if paid. Right, he's obligated to pay you back if you hated it, but I'm not sure that that was necessary. No. I, I feel He misquoted the name of the movie. He gave me the wrong movie. Are you sure? A hundred... The Bill Murray whatever is not the same as the Bill Murray experience. He said the Bill Murray experience. What's in one note? Yeah, it's right there. The, the Bill, Bill Murray, Murray experience, experience right. is this what is the he Bill, said. This is the Bill Murray stories. Exactly. So you said the Bill Murray experience. <laughs> right. I feel like I deserve an apology. 
No, because why, why would should, you deserve an apology? There's, there's, it be because he told me a totally different doubt. fucking movie. Well, he told you the experience. Exactly. There's another thing called the stories. I don't That's get what you got. There's a million Nick, different things. Nick, Nick. But if I told you to watch hey, hey, Planet hey, Earth ooh, sucks ooh, and I wanted ooh, you to watch just on. Earth 2.0 or some shit. Hang on, hang on. It's not my fault. But hang if on. he if hang, he liked if he liked both of those things, just because they happen to be Bill He Bill never Murray. watched the Bill Murray experience. <laughs> he never watched it. Is that he that, what, that, that, that goes against the rules of gentlemen's agreement? Is that accurate? Yes, it is okay. accurate. So hang on. If you guys okay. will stop for a second. Sure. That is correct because I've I I wouldn't have assigned it had I watched it. But here's what we're gonna do because since I assigned that thinking of something else, which now I give you the correct one that that you're supposed to watch. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the Bill Murray experience myself. <laughs> oh, that helps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, how, but how, but who is that helping? Norm Dollar. I don't know who it's helping, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking. Saying, I'm, are you I, gonna I, give a review of that next week? Sure, I'll give my my own review of it. All I'm looking for is a my bad. That's all. Like I, I already know. said that several times. When? Right, right hear. when, right when you said it sucked, and you, you started you, explaining. You actually it. said. I said. I said that was my bad. Now you go. Uh, actually, I think. Yeah, I think you watched the wrong movie. I think that's what you said. Yeah. That's what I heard. Thanks, What's Todd. that, Todd? We're, we're, you we're, buck. We're, fellas, we're we're in uncharted waters right now. I don't think we've ever come across. We this. may have to bring it to a vote. I do. I agree. Is there a, an apology in order? Yeah. Is that really what you want is an apology? <laughs> so if you get an apology, then you watch the Bill Murray stories? Yeah. No, you have to watch it either if way because it's part of the podcast. A dollar. Well, okay, you know what else so is part what, of the what podcast? Is up for, hold on. What is up for a vote right now? I'll slap him in the face and give him 50 cents. What is up for a vote? What, what do we need to vote in a, An act in a, in a punitive damage amount. Exactly. Pain and suffering. Yes. What is that worth? But you didn't have to pay for it. It doesn't matter. Part oh, so what is it? Doesn't matter. I can't explain myself exactly. if you keep talking over me. The point and he is, a lot. is that there are there are this is a, a double edged sword here because one, the part of gentleman's agreement that is very, very specific is that you've had to have seen it. I understand it was a slip of the tongue, but he's never seen the Bill Murray experience. The Bill Murray exactly. experience and the Bill Murray trials or whatever the, he said, the only thing that's in common is the name Bill Murray. He told me a completely different fucking movie. That's that was cool. his no, fault. No, it, it was not that I fucked it up. No, and it is. It, I, I told you that was my fault. Yeah, for, you have it in one note. It's not so, hard to say sorry. And you do apologize and you need to pay money. There needs to be damages. <laughs> this isn't happening again. Punitive. Todd, again, you're uh, Corey. I, I feel like if you just said I'm sorry, then you'd be that would be we'd be, we'd be square. Yeah. But Corey's oh, we can sit here all night and uh, Corey's go back. You're not gonna. Corey's not a sorry guy. <laughs> I'm not saying sorry for that. No, because it's <laughs> dude. It, it's 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 leading it's leading okay. up to something. I it's, think then, but now you're no you're sorry, putting me in a, in a position that I don't want to be in. Are we going to vote or not? It has nothing to do with you. We don't, you, can, you can just rewatch it later I, and see what you actually said. and then. Okay. Um, I think we should vote. Yeah. I, I would, what, but what are we voting on? So I would say this. I think that um, A, owes an apology and, and $1. If he refused to apologize, it was $5 total. I, I would say this. I would say if there's a refusal from an apology, if the podcast speaks and the podcast states that it's either a draw 
or no apology, no apology uh, has needs to be done, then I will have to just watch this movie and shut up. Why? Why? If, if, hold why, on. Excuse me. No, you're not if, excused. If <laughs> if, <laughs> so. if the podcast, if the majority of the podcast agrees that it was unacceptable that he did not apologize for giving the wrong name. Why? Hang on. Why? Why does? And, why does there have to be an apology? And for, because you were wrong, oh yeah. And, and you, you never watched apologize, it. You have to pay for it. And you never watched I it. Already, yeah. I already said it, it was said my bad. You're living dirty. Oh, so okay. say you're sorry. My hold bad. On, hold on, hold on. If not, I'm sorry. I, hold on. I will. I will go against the grain. I've never heard until just a second. But he said it was his bad. I never heard it earlier. And that was my fault if if he did say it, but I will accept my bet. The second I will you, accept my bet. The second you said it sucked, okay, and, and you started maybe, describing maybe it, I was like, "Oh, did. dude, I, I didn't hear it. I'll accept my bet, and we'll move on." How about that? You guys are soft. okay. We'll do that. Can we put on the other things? So what does that mean? So you're gonna watch? Yeah, the yeah, whatever. I would love, and rather than a my bad or me, I know settling, <laughs> standing for. I'm sorry. If we vote on an apology, plus one dollar. I know Corey, or no apology five dollars I know I know Corey and I'll never see that money so um I will I will accept my bad Todd I appreciate you having my back Bob I appreciate you being diplomatic this is how societies break down um so <laughs> we'll move on. so so the name of the movie now is the Bill Murray stories are you sure yeah life lessons <laughs> yeah, right. learned from a mythical man Bob's sure because he's pointing to it on his screen that he just I've typed in. Typed it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Let it be written. Let it be done. But I, I actually am very glad this all worked out in the way it did because now once you see this, you're gonna fully see what she was talking about. Okay. okay. I hope he hates. All right. So I hope right. he hates it, and we can vote on this game next. Week. <laughs> you know. You know what, Todd? You're gonna get your wish because let's move to Nick, who's drawn Corey. Oh boy. Okay. So Nick, um, Corey, and don't just say. <laughs> Yes. Your own name. No, don't just say automatically like, yeah, I've seen it. But by the way, you I, already have to watch the Bill Murray experience, and this is going to be a second one. So oh, dude, watch he watches the movie week. while he's working all the time. I'm just so. saying. Um, Allegedly. Have you seen Lawless, Corey? Yes. Fuck me. Um, what's that? That's a good one. Yeah, it was good, good wasn't it? Have you seen Highwaymen? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. Making a Murder. <laughs> yes. I love how Nick's like all taken aback that Corey's seen. I mean, you know, one of the twenty things that Nick has, <laughs> Nick has watched. I've seen thirty movies. <laughs> I know it's it's upsetting. So, um, well, these are things that I really like, and so then I have to move to things that I don't like as much. <laughs> so, uh, so the, the other list. one um, that I want to know if you saw. Oh fuck! What what the fuck was it? Um, Who's in it? Hold on, my bad. That that guy who wears the shirt, <laughs> saying the words in the place. It's that guy who's in that there. thing that did that thing. Yeah, who's he's in that place, saying the words, um, doing the thing. Have you seen the haunting of Bly Manor? <laughs> is that God. funny? Why is that funny? Because it's not some the haunting of, of Hill House. It's some I, of the most popular I've never shows that, that I've ever seen. Okay, in the and last you year. saw Ozark, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, Ozark was still waiting was, for the next season to come out. Was pretty. Yeah, me, me too. Um. So, have you seen Manifest? Yep. I'm shooting blanks here. So, uh, someone else go, and I'm going to keep looking. <laughs> no, no. Okay, someone else go. Uh, yep. Who is left? I think it's uh, Greg has Todd. I do. 
Have you seen? Hey, wait, 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 yes. wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Before oh, you give me anything. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Because Greg wasn't here. Greg had me now twice that he's been on, and he had me Monsters of Man, and I and I was gonna give it a D minus because I thought that uh, Nick did it, but just wanted you know, Greg, so that you because you and I are boys, uh, brothers from other mothers. Uh, but I gave it if it, since I found out it was an F minus. Monsters of Man was horrible, horrible. Really? So. <sighs> Yeah, I thought the most horrible movie ever. And I have like 18 exams. You should listen to the last episode. Horrible. So as you think of the movie you're going to ask me or series you assign me, know that you already are down one apology and a dollar in my book. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let, let's, 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 yeah, let, let's, let's, Greg. Give have you seen, speaking of Mr. Bill Murray, The Dead Don't Die? I have not. Uh, give that one a go. Has Adam Driver in it? And uh, I'm, on it. I'm on it. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. And if you're not, that's fine. I know well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll redeem it at some other time. All right. <laughs> I was I was gonna go with like the thin red line, and I was like, yeah, he's probably seen that and oh. Enemy at the Gates. You want me to put that in your list? Yes. Of shit? If he hasn't seen it. Um. Wait a minute. When you guys thin still me stuff? Uh, have you seen the thin red no. line? I have. But you already assigned me one. That I, I know. Seen. Yeah, I was. I was. I was trying to gauge for the next time. So thin red line. <laughs> An enemy at the gates. Okay. All right. Uh, Keep it in the queue. <laughs> I'm just putting it there for your reference. Corey, did you see First Man? Okay, watch First Man. Oh, you got one? Yeah, First Man. All right. That's great. So you finally went back to your list of shit that you... I mean, I got to go back to things that people assign me because that's a larger list than things I'm watching on Netflix. So. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Uh, we're going to draw this podcast to a close with pick of the week. Yes. Um, anybody want to go first? or I'll go first. Oh, there we go. Elga first. So... Um, my pick of the week this week are uh, is a, is a type of food, and it's Argentinian Argentinian jumbo red shrimp. Go on, yeah. So, <laughs> if you haven't heard of Argentinian jumbo red shrimp, I just did. They are. <laughs> I have now, <laughs> Corey. You should especially listen up. They are a very specific type of shrimp that are found in the Antarctic waters off the coast of Argentina. They're also found sporadically like off the coast, I think of Maine, but whatever fishermen get them have to like go out to these very, very specific locations that sometimes are dangerous to, to catch them. Get out of here. And <laughs> the one thing about these shrimp and I've as, as someone in, in the culinary arts and, and stretch, and <laughs> hold on, hold on. And to back me up, my my uncle who went to school with Gordon Ramsay, an executive chef from England, neither of us had heard of these shrimp before. They now sell them at Kroger, Kroger's private selection, and they sell them other places as well. But you'll find them in the frozen section. So they're so uh, kind of renowned that they they will flash freeze them raw on the boat. 
and that's the way they sell them. They, it's some of the freshest shrimp I've ever smelled. But the one caveat is super cool. The shrimp has the texture and the flavor of lobster. It does not taste like shrimp. It tastes like lobster. They are a couple dollars more than regular shrimp. That's it. And fuck me, dude. I I cooked them up, and I you, they they literally on the bag and everything else and anything you look up, they encourage you to not cook them like you would cook shrimp. Cook them like you would cook lobster. So either do it like Connecticut style in some butter or do it on a grill. Cook them on a grill and serve them with drawn butter and lemon. And holy fuck, they are phenomenal. Uh, I will say this from being with food like all the time and trying to, you know, Mike trying to train my palate into tasting differences and and all kinds of food. I I will say that, yeah, if you had lobster and this shrimp together, someone like myself, probably you, um, and definitely Mike, you know, you you would tell the difference. And the only difference is the sweetness. Lobster is going to be like super sweet. These don't have that super sweet aspect, but I would say they're like 80% of the way to being lobster. It's got, it's got that, that meatiness to it. It's the meat. It's, it's, no, 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 no. Corey's a connoisseur, so he knows. Dude, I, I'm sorry, that, that, but by no means was that, that a joke. No, I know. I, I can see it in your eyes. Well, they, no, that's serious. It was not if, a joke by any means. If you put them in a lobster bisque, you would not know the difference. They the flavor is not shrimp because the you, flavor is lobster. Yeah, because it's you're, just not as what sweet. Don used to serve long shots. What's yes. that? Yes. What do you say? Yeah, what what Don used to serve at Long Shots Bar before it was burned to the ground by people. Who, I don't know what that means. People but, who go unnamed. But the flavor is a hundred percent lobster. It's not a shrimp flavor. Yeah. It's a lobster flavor. Yeah. And so as a result, um, I got Instacart. Uh, like five days ago after I bought these and I was like, yep, I'm going to get two bags because they come in one pound bags and they're probably like $12 a bag for a pound. And it showed up and there was no fucking shrimp and it said money refunded out of stock. And I'm like, fuck. So I work an hour away with Mike and he was off doing something and I got everything I need to get done. And I went to the Kroger next to his house and they had them, and there was this, like, couple that were trying to figure out what they wanted in front of the freezer section, and I all but pushed them out of the fucking way because I saw the trademark green bag that they come in for private selection, and I bought all seven bags. Goddamn. <laughs> Jesus. And that's all they had, and I got them all, and I, I sent it to my dad and my aunt, and they're like, yes, yes, we would like some, uh, whatever you can get us. I'm like, how many pounds? They're like, two so I have the rest of them in the freezer right here to the to Bob's right, and they are fucking phenomenal, dude. It, I, I'm from a food aspect. I, I've Mike's never experienced this, and neither have I. And I served it to him, and I let him cook it because he's the chef. And he's like, "Well, I'm going to do them on the grill, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this." I'm like, "All right." So he had them, and he has a very specific palate, and he's he's a great guy, but you know he he knows what he likes. And he said, they were good. He's like, but. With Mike, there's always a but. When so. you've had, you know, when you live in the UK and you're next to the ocean, you know, you get shrimp right out of the water and you just can't replace that 
but they're good. I, and he finger wags at everything else. So I'll for say, him to even say that they are good. I feel like I could buy some of Mike's food like the day before <laughs> and then reheat it and take it back to him and be like, hey, Mike, I made this. And you'd be like, no, not so good. Not so good. <laughs> no, it's reheated. They, it's they never, are, ever good. The sec- better is good as it was the second day on the yeah, first day. Chef Mike, Chef Microwave is never great. But oh, I, I, thank you, Ty. I, I, don't go to Applebee's. I got that. But 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 I, I will tell you this. I will not tonight, but I, I'm going to fry some up for you guys, saute some. And oh, they're damn it. fucking phenomenal. Oh, I can do it tonight. But. Thanks for doing it while I'm there. Hop in that private helicopter when, and get over yeah, here. Yeah, I didn't have it when you were here. The helicopter's gas limit. It's only going to get you as far as fucking Utah, so. I know freaking the Delta variants fucking taking down chopper pilots left and right. Todd, you were going to have a private jet land in your fucking mountainscape in about two hours from the Antarctic Sea that's going to bring you these fresh. So don't even fucking wag there your finger go. at us. There we go. Todd, there you got go. a pick for the week? Hell yeah, I do. That's Send it to you, bitches. Dude. No, dude. No, Instagram. no. What? I will not allow this. Todd, that's not the same knife. So, so first and foremost, oh. Corey, <laughs> you, should, you should two steps back and sit on the porch like the little bitch you are so that I can actually just pitch. Since we can do websites and other things, you should follow Men With The Pot on Instagram you can look up their videos on YouTube if you want to see some hardcore, mad game outdoors and shit. Uh, Men with the Pot, Instagram, or on YouTube. Amazing videos. And even Corey will tell you after his crazy, childish outburst uh, that uh, it's badass. You know, the, the videos were great. And the what they made that day was absolutely amazing. I will give you that. But now the knife selection, uh, that's that's another story, sir. My pick of the week, Bob, keep us honest, was the Instagram or YouTube videos for Men With The Pot. Oh, okay. Correct? All right. I get along with that. That's my pick of the week. All right. So, Corey? Excellent. Right. Hey, Corey, what do you got? Then... <laughs> <laughs> then, then, now, yeah, I feel like a dick now because what? Why? <laughs> you got, you got because me. Because he's calling me out. You, you got me. You got me. No, pivot, dude. No, pivot. I not. Because I, I thought, I thought he was referencing. I know you the, did. The knife. You could, you could overlook that and just go right oh, yeah. to your pick. No, that's don't even have to. That absolutely fine. Okay. Um, my pick is not anywhere near as as great as Todd's, but uh, a four shirts. Um, anyone who likes Under Armour shirts or the texture of Under Armour shirts, it is a whole, it's way cheaper, way less. You can get a bundle of them on Amazon for, uh, 30 bucks and they, they feel the exact same fit the exact same, uh, for a way cheaper price of Under Armour. So a four shirts is my, my pick. Okay. Very simple. Simply stated, uh, Greg. Okay, for you golfers or cigar smokers, or too. golfers, golfers, uh, the ninety degree cigar holder. It's basically I've seen this. a magnet that has a little like elbow. You can set your cigar in it and hold it on your golf cart. Nice. Oh yeah. 
Yes. Or if you have a piece of metal around your, I guess your table or something, and you want to set your cigar down. What about your golf bag? I don't have any metal on my golf bag. I don't think. I don't think I have any golf metal on my golf bag. Never mind then. I, don't, wait, yeah. I'm, I'm, I just googled it. I don't see how it works. This, um, is, this is great content, fellas. It's <laughs> fantastic. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, it's it's on Amazon or okay. on your fridge. You could put it on your fridge. Yes. Texas yes. six one eight shocker and Greg will send you the Amazon link to the product he's referring to. I should have brought it, but I didn't. I left it in my golf bag because otherwise I lose it. As it should be. Naturally, yes. But I highly recommend one if you are a golfer or a cigar smoker and need to uh, hold your cigar. I, I was <laughs> in actuality too. It, it doesn't even have to apply to golfing. Correct. It is if if you if you go out advertised to your, as on, on your, your that on your boat on your boat on your deck on your car and you you. It's, it's the 90-degree it? wedge is technically the term that they're using on their Amazon page. Hey, can you, Greg, I'm actually, I just went into my Amazon account on my phone. Yes. And I have, I typed in 90-degree cigar holder. 90-degree wedge and spell it out. The 90. So 90-degree oh, no, wedge. wedge. Yep. Got it. All you right. guys are breaking up bad on oh. me tonight. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's a little rough. All right, uh, I'm gonna close it out. Uh, my pick is uh, my70stv.com. My70stv.com. Uh, you can also go to my60stv.com, my80s, my90s, or my2000stv.com. It's a little uh, makeshift TV on the webpage, and you get a chink 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 channel button uh, or a channel up, channel down button with the mouse to go back to either dramas, comedies, uh, game shows, cartoons from that era. And it's a nice throwback. If you're if probably, if you're under 32, not going to apply. I'm going to say you're, it's going to be annoying, but if you're older than 32, I would say probably a little bit nostalgic for you. Ad free. Um, there's ads in it, but the uh, ads are for the ads are for the shows. <laughs> the ads are for the shows that played in that Point, era. Okay. So, right. so you not, get a full experience. Yeah, it's the, it's the full annoying experience of watching TV back in that era. So, I think it all full circle. That's nice. super cool. That's actually really cool. Well, you haven't, you haven't watched it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, I know enough uh, younger folks that uh, I, I'm I'm recommending this for the elder folks in the audience. The Todd Dillons of the world. I'm 38, so apparently I fit your spectrum. Yeah, Thank yeah, you, sir. Yeah, you're very young. Todd Dillon, however, is very old. <laughs> what? I'm 32, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> and that's uh, episode 141 for this week. So join us next weekend for episode 142. On behalf of Shaz Cast, this is Bob and Corey and Nick and Todd and special guest Greg Gumto. Say goodbye. Take care of yourselves. See you next weekend.